Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. But he was like, her homegirl hit her up. I could say the name now, but homegirl hit her up, said that, you know, she ain't, basically she had been dry, ain't been getting none, whatever. Mm -hmm. She had been curving this one guy. <laughs> and she was like, well, you know what? Shit's dry right now. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing. But she was like, let me give him some. Gave him some. His dick was little. Oh, God. Another, That's the thing yeah. lately. Another a lot of my friends yeah. like that. Another situation is they did the shit and his dick was big and she wasn't paying no, she the, the guy no attention. And she's like, basically, he dicked me down and dicked me down into submission. But after chasing me, he finally got it. Mm -hmm. And now he ain't checking for me. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we, I want to talk about why guys do these types That's of things. Good. That's the first fucking thing I said. Yeah. I said, niggas don't turn down pussy no, if he been chasing it. It must not have been satisfactory. Yeah. So he he But he, you know, sometimes though, sometimes we 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 do that shit like you meet a chick and be like, this motherfucker got an attitude. I need yeah. to fuck this chick. I need it's, <laughs> it's, it's so funny. after you done it, I, I'm done. So so stop everything so we can keep it. But at both what both y'all just said is the same shit I said to her. The first two things I said it's either mm -hmm. this or it's either that. Because right. dudes are simple. Real Women simple. make us complex. Exactly. You know We're what very I'm simple. Yeah. Damn, they're strong. Ace, I know, bro. <laughs> it's whiskey and a uh, scotch mixed. Yeah, that's the black label. Yeah, uh, but the only reason I can drink that other one is like gasoline. Jack, Jack, like man. it's straight fucking gasoline. If you drink uh, the red label, the blue, the, Ooh, the yeah, blue, and I like the blue. The blue is smooth. good. The blue is smooth. This is smooth. This is just potent. Yeah, but that red, that shit gave me a fucking headache. I said it's like literally, it smell like petroleum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck that. I ain't gonna do this shit. Hey, Spider, you um, what was I about to ask him? You got music. That's real shit too, man. bro. We ain't been up in this bitch in, in, uh, for the morning. That's what I was going to ask. Spider, you have a pen back there? Yeah. Can you get that pen for me, Frank? Yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking work for you, nigga. <laughs> shit, it's wrong with this across this damn. It's wrong with this nigga, man. <laughs> man, you right behind. I don't you work make, for you. You gonna make Spider walk way over here? <laughs> nah, I ain't. You are now listening to Ready. the reality is. <laughs> I like the reality long walks is. With my nigga to the bank. Okay. Uh, hey. I'm a maniac, two breaks to the back. Where is CC at? Left his ass on red for what he said, bitch. I ain't calling back if I wanted that. Check my bitches and we on the left. Bitch, I'm always active, never hiding, never ever lacking. Double C my tag, watch my back, cause niggas in my grass. People getting bolder, wearing faces, and they changing masks. I'm not used to asking if I need it, I'm gonna make it happen. Put my trust in Tell you what, this motherfucker make me get bounced. Soak it up, watch little Bob. Yeah. Who was it? That's uh, Bia. Okay. The first time I heard her was on um, Best on Earth, which we'll play on the ending going out, the outro. But she did a song with uh, Russ. I was like, who the fuck is this here? Okay. This is the thing that I like about Bia. She raps. Mm, she ain't yeah. talking about, I mean, maybe she does. I haven't heard all of her songs, but everything I've heard, it ain't talking about like pussy yeah. and sucking dick uh, no and girls. riding the dick. Yeah, I, man. No mulatto. <laughs> if I've listened to them, I just it must have just been snuck into the rotation. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as I started hearing all that, like I probably have never listened to a whole Meg Thee Stallion, Stallion song straight through. Mm -hmm. Unless I was in the car with Artezia. Other than that, 
Never. Never. Probably sound dope in a club, but that's about it. Exactly. Now that, yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to get the bitches. Exactly. Going. Straight up. Yes. So this is episode 304, man. Welcome to The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct. I am your host, Anthony Roberts. I'm here with my co-host, Frank, the franchise, yeah. Black Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, uh, we had to bring the homie back, Corey J. <laughs> right. So here's the thing, podcast, man. How you guys doing today? Tonight, man, wonderful, tonight. wonderful, nigga. We in here at night. I know, man. Well, it must yeah, have been you know, a real good normal, episode this week. It's normal for me. You know, I know we record at night. Um, oh, you know we record right? at night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah they be in here, bro. Wednesdays okay. to Thursdays. Yeah. How yeah. is that, man? It's fun at night. Driving, it is fun at night. But give me the weekend at night. You don't like driving at night, nigga. Well, oh. it's too many. It's too much traffic during yeah, the week. It is. Mm-hmm. So it's like coming. I think he's in the downtown area. Me and you on the outside now. So it's like I was smooth selling until I hit thirty five, and I was like. What the fuck? As soon as I got there, I mean, I was smooth until I got to like three exits from Mockingbird. I was yeah. like, man, I should have stayed on the Express. <laughs> <laughs> I always try to move around. You know? I want to kick this episode off by answering a listener question or giving some feedback or telling a story. Um, shout out to Tony Tang 512. That's his um, handle on Instagram. I have not met this guy, but when he sent the message to me, first of all, let me pull it up. I was supposed to already be prepared, but. I am a nigga. Get on your shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said I am Damn a nigga. Niggas. I didn't write this shit down. I didn't write it down, So, I, but I did tell him. So he hit me up and he was like, hey, man, I got something I want to run by you. And he didn't know who was going to respond, but he was like, you know, y'all may not even respond to this. He was like, but I just want to put it out there and uh, and see how you feel about it. And Frank was involved with this, too. So he hit me up and he said, I'm trying to alert black community, the black community about white people that are creating companies to represent black culture. Could you help me, please? Mm. Could you please bring the light to this appropriate? Um, could you please? Man, I've been drinking already. <laughs> could you please? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tony. Tony. <laughs> Could you time. please you bring to the like I, uh, <laughs> one uh, and two? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna start over. Be honest. I'm trying to alert the black community about the white people that are creating companies to represent black culture. Could you help too, please? Could you please bring to light black appropriate consumerism? I almost bought my two year old an ABC book on hip hop and black culture that was authored by a white woman from Australia. Wow. Uh-huh. And I've been seeing more IG product pages that push black culture or products that are owned by white people. The IG page is referring to even it's called the little homies. Could you please use your platform and raise this problematic issue, this damaging consumerism? Basically, overall, he was just saying, could you help out these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. who are pretty much selling shit, saying it's black owned and it's not. And it brought to my attention. My brother hit me up earlier this year. He was trying to buy something. And this guy was like, he was selling these black shirts with these black labels and shit on it. And my brother was like, hey, do you think I should buy this? I was like, let's dig a little deeper because on social media, what's happening now is there's so many people saying they're black right. or it's black owned and right. it's not. It's not. So he wanted an ABC book. I sent this shit to you. You sent me a link because you are, um, what are you, the owner? Yeah, the- publishing company. Okay. You got the Melanin Origins Publishing Company mm-hmm. and you sent me a link and you was like, tell him I got him. And you sent me a link about the My ABCs mm-hmm. with a black author, black owned. Okay. So I shot that shit to him and he's like, I've been looking for this. Where did you find this? And I was like, our co-host, the franchise got this shit on lock, bro. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I'm about to take this to Dell Technologies. I guess he got some kind of connect. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm about to push this shit. But the thing about it is y'all already been on, what's that place up there? New York where y'all be? That uh, Oh, man. What's, you know what I'm talking wrong? about? What am I talking about? Huffington Post. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. like, Huffington y'all been Post. on a lot of shit yeah, already yeah. with what you guys are doing mm-hmm. in the black community as Definitely. far as creating a narrative 
and creating stories about black kids mm-hmm. and right. black learning and black education. Mm-hmm. Like, so when I sent him that shit, like that nigga was elated, bro. Yeah, it sounded like it. I yeah. mean, like by reading the text, I yes. can see he was excited. Go ahead and keep talking. I'm hot dinner, well, bitch. I'm about to get about. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> sweating in this motherfucker. I'm like, God. You know, the thing is, I um, mean, I just appreciate the fact that you know, obviously, if you're you spend your time and your energy on creating something or being a part of something. Yeah. And then um, you you figure out that that the, the public actually has a need for it. You know what I'm saying? Like when we created these books, it was really about um, just looking at the fact that you know when you when you look at the school system and the education system, mm-hmm. they're only gonna feed us so much black history and black sure. information. Right. So it was like you know what we can infuse the the school system. We can infuse our own black you know black bookstores, yeah. libraries, which there's not too many black bookstores, but libraries, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, anywhere that they sell books, we can get these books out there. And, and we could basically have the audience of parents who have children who are, I mean, I'm talking about babies. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. When I see a pregnant female, I'm like, yo, what's your baby's library looking like? You know what <laughs> I mean? I know they're coming. Like, yo, books don't, don't, don't go out of style. Nah, they don't, you know? So we just wanted to infuse, you know, we saw what was out there and we said, you know what? We can infuse our black books and some black content out here with the rest of the mainstream. Right. And you got to, you, but you have to. Yeah. But I was reading some, well, not reading some, but I was watching something one time and it was like, we literally, in our age, growing up, we probably had white teachers that didn't fuck with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, white pe- teachers are more liberal. A lot of them are more liberal now. Yeah. they it, You still have whatever. But, like, the 80s and 90s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember writing a, I, I told this story before. I wrote a paper in college, my first year of college. I had an A in this class. Mm-hmm. And I had to write a paper about, like, we had to choose, a like, something about racism and write a paper on it. So I wrote about interracial dating. I don't know why this has always mm. been a thing for me. Mm-hmm. But I wrote about interracial dating, bro. The first time she graded that bitch, it was a D. Mm. And I'm like, bitch, I done made A's all <laughs> semester and I got a D. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I'll give you the opportunity to rewrite it. I rewrote that bitch. She gave me a C minus. So at that point, I was just like, I don't think she liked the context of what I'm saying. Right. Because my whole thing, too, is like if you racism is taught. Right. If okay. you put two year old kids of any race in a sandbox, together. them niggas is playing like play puppy, together. like putting dogs out in a Correct. in an open field. They just gonna run together. Mm-hmm. Right. But in my mind too, I'm like, how diabolical do you have to be to train your child to hate before they even really know the concept of it? Mm-hmm. So, but I'm glad we were able to help this guy, man. Yeah, me too. You, you got something to say? I'm sorry. No, you okay. But I'm glad we were able to help this guy, man. As far as that, the how we could help. Only thing I could say is if you're buying something, especially online. The same black owner pushing a black narrative, mm-hmm. nigga. Do research. Do your research. Do your research. Do your fucking. And it's, it's not that, that hard. In everything though. When my we brother, when, when on the, the story I was telling you about, when my brother trying to figure out like what's what was what, I said just inbox them. Right. Just like with us on the reality is, if you hit us, it's gonna be somebody like us that's responding. Mm-hmm. They started responding, and basically, I think it was they were trying to say something like, "Oh, well." It's not black owned, but black people came up with this campaign or they're the ones who created, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. these shirts. But bitch, you're selling and getting exactly. a, you're getting yeah. a profit off of it. Not right. them. They just work here. They right. just work here. Fuck out of here. But also, uh, not a, not only can we point the finger at black people, I mean, white people, we need to point the, the finger at go. some of these niggas yeah, right yeah. who like when we be seeing these commercials and we like, why the fuck would they shoot this? What a nigga had to sign up. Mm-hmm. They had to sign a contract or something. They had to come out and try out for that role. So niggas got to be smarter too. Well, now they're getting innovative. I don't know if you all seen that um, Kroger commercial with the um, God, what's that man's name? Uh, he does a song, low, 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 whatever. It's oh, you smile, um, Flow Rider. Flow Rider. Yeah. Okay. Um, they, so now they're just using the animated um, characters. Oh. Yes. You know, yeah. so they didn't they didn't need black people, yeah. but they got different groups of people, people. whatever. But when I seen the commercial, I'm I like, I seen that. Clearly, you're <laughs> you're advertising to. 
the um, black community. The black community, mm-hmm. which is odd because yeah. no, you know, disrespect, but most of the time when I'm in Kroger, it's Mexicans. Yeah, like, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. No, that's. <laughs> you know what's interesting for me though? Like I'm I'm a little bit older than y'all. Mm-hmm. So no shit. Yeah, a little bit. A little tell about your face, nigga. A little long in the tooth. Well, damn. <laughs> I'm a little long in the tooth. He can only tell about the face. Yeah, that's what smooth. I'm saying. That's why I'm just saying. Don't get it fucked up. Real smooth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I was thinking. Which hazel? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, get a facial every couple of weeks. But the thing is, um, you know, I grew up in a in a time where, you know, hip hop was not embraced, man. You did not see that shit. So every time, like I got some homeboys yeah. that are a little bit older than me, actually. And every time we see a commercial or anytime we somewhere and we see like, yo, that's hip hop. Because back in the day, you, wouldn't, sh- see you wouldn't see that shit nowhere. Now you can't yeah. watch TV and watch a commercial or a TV show where hip hop is not infused all in that. Moment. Or a white yeah. person is rapping the lyrics or doing yeah. it as a cover. Mm-hmm. To, I mean, you know, some shit that you wouldn't even like fucking Sir Mix-a-Lot, Big Butts or whatever. All of that shit. All of that shit. The shit that they used to say was the right. devil's music. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, man, they own it now. Yeah. Why? Because they making fucking money. Well, not even just because it's making muck- fucking money. It, like, not being funny, that's 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 what it is, bro. Yeah. Like, we winning all the awards. Right. We mm-hmm. at the top of everything. And they have crossed over to trying to do some of our music right. to make people, I mean, it's yeah. why, so much. But why do we get so excited? But it this seems the, like when they yeah. when that happens, it's like, oh, invite them to the cookout. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was just about to say. Like, we <laughs> have to start protecting yeah, exactly. black spaces, too, because, right. first of all, ain't nobody letting us in. Nobody. Like, exactly. we let them in. We created yeah. them. And then we actually be like, yo, this is dope. A white person rapping? Mm, they can right. do this? Not being funny. I know I live in Dallas. I'm about to tell you something. Luka Dunches ain't that great to me, bro. He ain't nothing I've never seen before. Like right. they, Luka Dunches is the next ten years of the great white hope oh, and no a much. great white hype. No Anytime play. Larry Bird, that nigga wasn't just he was a good player. He was, but it was mm-hmm. all the niggas around him mm-hmm. that helped make him better. But the reason he was able to hold his own now, Luka can hold his own. Yeah. But I'm just saying, this he ain't yeah. nothing I ain't never seen before. Right. Yeah, yeah. He just he just looked different. And you're gonna see more of him because if you had another, basically what you're saying was the same shit that. That Isaiah Thomas said back in the day about Larry Bird. If Luka Doncic was a black player, he'd just be another nigga. I think he'd just be another ball player. He another nigga, I bro. Think. Yeah, he, yeah. They, he definitely wouldn't be he another He nigga, wouldn't bro. be Dallas's new hope. No. Nah. But I you gotta know. look at this too. Anytime Dallas has a team, especially like basketball, of course. That shit's built around white people. Oh, no question. Mm-hmm. Like it's built like they as soon as they brought Doncic in, they went and got Prozingis. Mm-hmm. They wanted the face of the franchise to be white. And, and but see, and prior to that, Jason Kidd. Well, I'm no no no. Oh, Dirk. Dirk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had to replace Old Dirk street. with another yeah. Dirk yeah. type. Yes. Right. And a bunch of light skinned niggas was around Dirk. <laughs> I mean, it's a white city, bro. So it's like, I mean, that was it the team. It I mean, it is what it yeah. is. I mean, but you got you a good one in Luca. Yeah. You but just like uh, that nigga talk, not not the dude who's on um what's the what's that ESPN show where it's like the dad, he's on there. The little old dude, he be singing them songs and shit. ESPN. Yeah, it's like oh, fuck. If you want, if I wasn't sitting there trying to think about it, but regardless of what I'm trying to figure out, the guy, one of the commentators on there, he was talking about Tony Romo, Char Aikman, and a cup and Jason Witten. Mm-hmm. He was like, one thing about Jerry Jones, he take care of his white players. Mm-hmm. He was like, soon as they get out of the league, they got a high paying job right. for ESPN or ABC yeah. Yeah, jobs that, that even regular motherfuckers who've been going to college Darryl and Johnson. done this shit. That's true. I All them niggas, Daryl Johnston, fucking Jason Witten, quit. Even though he run a six, yeah. seven, and a forty, he quit, got a job, and then he was like, "Oh, I want to go play again." Got right. picked up by the Raiders. Tony up. Romo, this Romo nigga's making. It. He just signed a contract 
with them motherfuckers like almost bigger than his goddamn playing country. Yeah, I believe then I found wow. out the nigga was dating Jerry Jones's daughter or oh, something like that. So I said, oh, he getting taken care of. He part of the <laughs> oh, fucking family. Oh, he always going to get taken care of. He part of the fucking family. <laughs> so jumping into the podcast, man, because I think we may just do one episode <laughs> tonight. Uh, eat ass breakdown. <laughs> we talked a little bit about this shit on the last one. We but I break think it down it, enough? It's just a quick breakdown, bro. Okay. First of all, you know how we were saying, well, yeah, we eat ass, but you don't eat anybody's ass. Oh, hell no. It's, That's it's, not standard. It's just like if you fuck with a girl who's great in bed. If you fuck with another girl, she ain't gonna, it ain't going to equal up mm. off mm-hmm. the top. Right. Mm-hmm. I say all this because I don't eat anybody's ass because everybody hygiene ain't up to par. That's the main That's thing. true. It's not only about just interest. It's about mm, the hygiene. Hygiene. You got to have that. And then uh, I thought this, too. I was like, the people who would say, I don't eat no ass. I was like, they probably thinking because their own hygiene is not up to par. Mm. They would think. Man, I ain't fit to eat no ass. That's kind of not not being funny. Before that. I ever did it, that's how I thought. I was like, I know the shits I take. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. On a good on a good day, I know the shits like, I take. Dump, now bro. I clean myself. I'm a nigga who got wipes and all of that shit behind the thing. You got a wipe. Yeah, I got all of that shit. But I was just like, yo, an ass is an ass. Ass is an ass. Now here's the thing with another man, though, because that's their thing. Woo. So if you if you're not ready, it's gonna be a problem. Oh. So they're always ready. And Amazon Day. Yeah, yeah, they're always ready. <laughs> we always, got that for B. Always clean. <laughs> <laughs> always clean. What you run into though is some some guys um, actually don't like to eat ass. Even mm. though you know, so some people don't. Some guys don't like that. But yeah, uh, if you, but if you it, I'm gonna get into some of yeah. um, the terms. Yeah. But if, you, if you're a quote unquote bottom in a in a gay in a, in, yeah. in, in, in the, the gay land, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You gonna be ready. How is that determined though? Who determines yeah. that? Um, because what if you run into two tops? Right, like, like somebody getting poked, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I done talked to a gay guy before, like as a, like, one of my friends. He was like, "I am not a top." Mm. Yeah, he he, he take that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's something that's adamant. Yeah, um, about just being the bottom. Yeah, just taking you know taking it. That's what they prefer. But if you there have been people like two tops, but usually what they do is either a bring in another person. Mm. Um, and they play together, or you know they just bring jack off person. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or they jack off together. Man, I like these interesting concepts. Yeah. This shit does not bother me at all. <laughs> yeah, they bring in someone that is a bottom, and then they just you know watching and get it in. Yeah, well yeah, they yeah. take turns. So, but, but that's a little too open for me. So yeah, um, yeah. Are you we a threesome type guy? Vulnerability before. Um, not in a relationship. Not I've in a relationship. done it before in yeah. the relationship be- on on a request of who I was with, yeah. and that didn't work out. I'm just thinking they, that's they, a lot of dick. You know they said a threesome. <laughs> that is a lot of dick going around. <laughs> my partner at that time said that he didn't like that. He thought the the guy enjoyed my, my dick too much. I'm too like, much. well, you of you want it, and that's the same shit that I think. That's the same shit, that's the same shit with, with threesomes <laughs> with heterosexuals. It's like you be like, who may enjoy this shit? more mm-hmm. i think that's something that guys kind of think about too when they bring two women in it's kind of mm-hmm. like what if this bitch eating pussy like i mean what they, if she's challenging me exactly yeah. and, and she the, will and the thing about right. a woman is that motherfucker I, yo shout out to kink nick on um on instagram mm. i be seeing these motherfuckers they be strapping on dicks and i'm like <laughs> how you gonna compete with a bitch if you got nine inches and they go strap a 13 on like bitch i <laughs> well, can't damn. yeah i can't do nothing with this shit yeah <laughs> so it's like you yeah but you know that when it, when it comes to the threesome conversation, though, um, there are a few things that come to mind, even in a heterosexual kind of situation. And one of them is if you're a guy, you got two chicks. Uh, you know, we always talk about this. The women in some way, in my mind, have to have some kind of interest in, you know, mm-hmm. homosexuality amongst themselves. Yeah. 
Like mm. it, that's the only way it's gonna be fun, right? Like I can't have two straight heterosexual yeah. chicks who have no interest. They decide to do a threesome for whatever reason, yeah. but we get in the building and then they just got all the attention on me. No, part of the fun is to watch out. Watch out, yeah. kind of. Well, women are more fluid you know? that way. Though, I, too, I know they. They I are. Think, like we talked very. about the last time. Yeah, but you, so you said something key because y'all won't do a threesome with two men, right? In a woman. Because with, I mean. Uh, my, See, I mean, no, right. I can't have because, <laughs> no, like I say, no. even if we like, if I'm fucking on ass and Frank and, and like she on top of him, like that shit, yeah. our shit gonna be rubbing against each you other. You don't want that to happen. Nah, I can't. No, the, I, no. the double. Okay. okay, so so let me. Okay, <laughs> since we're talking about it, I feel like, and I'm not. This is just my head. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's a podcast, and I got the mic. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I feel like if you are. Uh, if you are a man who engages in a threesome, two yeah. chicks, I mean, two dudes and a chick, uh-huh. especially like you said, if there's some double penetration going on, we're going to touch. Like, I got to yeah. be comfortable okay. with that. Yeah. You got to okay. be on the other right? end, bro. Yeah. And, and I might even, right? I'm, I mean, I feel like in my mind that that's going to contribute to my pleasure in yeah. a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Okay. It might. I mean, and, it and if I'm hitting it from okay. the back, you got to be in the front, bro. But even then, it's like, and then if you if you flew it on me, yeah. I'm gonna have a problem. Like, yeah. yo, man, get that shit over there. Yeah. Like, this is all the shit that I would think. Yeah, about. You're right. <laughs> Just don't do it. You got too much to work. Oh, too much to think about. Because I told I'm you, you fucking, I'm you'll be confused. that nigga looking in the mirror like that nigga yeah. dick just made me cry. <laughs> I'm questioning everything my mama taught me. Like, <laughs> you're just not gonna be understand. Like you gonna question everything, bro. I get the question, but that doesn't necessarily mean you you want it. You know? What I know, of yeah, course, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Well, the reason but I, I say that too, though. bro. I get it for y'all. Yeah. I watched the porno one time, and I wish I could remember names. I should have wrote this shit down, and I stumbled across, <laughs> and it was a, it was a guy who had his work done well. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, this motherfucker, this motherfucker's putting away dick. And I look at, I read comments when I watch porn. I don't know if other people do, but I was, you know, because <laughs> sometimes like it's analyzing. I, but I, I do read the comments because sometimes the shit's funny, and then sometimes yeah. whatever you like, I may see a, a porn star and I don't know the name, and other people are like, "What's the name?" And somebody has the name. Mm-hmm. But yo, mm-hmm. I read that bitch, and that motherfucker said tranny. <laughs> Oh yeah, I kept watching. I said, "This is he giving oh. good head." I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, the technique is still there. I don't want the nigga, but I was just like, the technique is there. <laughs> Judge me, bitch. I don't give a fuck. I know who the fuck I am. <laughs> the technique is some good shit out there. So things. it wasn't. It, it was a. It was a woman. It was a man. It was a man. But he looked like a woman. Uh, but he was putting away the meat because it was yeah. only like the face of the person and the dick. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? We but it was a, like um, as I was reading, I was yeah. like. Shit, I'm two minutes in now. Yeah, we have a, we have a few of those that, that yeah. are like that. Some very popular. I don't know if you guys know T.S. Madison. No. Yeah, but, but yeah, she used to do porn, and um, the thing is yeah. like hanging. That's just oh. fucking all this. <laughs> Putting it away. I'm saying like yeah. manly, like well, back to your yeah. manly, manly man. man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, they be in yeah. there. But uh-huh. it, I, now this one time I remember I was trying to find something. I like I I was like, man, is this a lady boy? Lady boy. <laughs> One thing about niggas that don't change no matter what you do, they ass and they hands. <laughs> you can tell. You get fucking tell. Yeah. Like, bitch, you got a back like a linebacker. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You got a, uh, 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 some titties. No, bro. We ain't playing them kind the of games. Yeah, that, yeah. Something about that shoulder. You yeah, like what boy, you yeah. like, but nigga, if I come in this bitch with a wig and all these shoulders <laughs> exactly. and no sway know. in my hip, yeah. you'll yeah. be like, yo, this, thing, <laughs> this is just a nigga with a wig on. That's your ass, man. This is just a nigga with a wig on. I wanted you to tell me a little bit, Frank, about you. You brought it to me about LeVar Ball. You said something about his son. Yeah. Okay, so LeVar Ball. Because I didn't read. I didn't get a chance to catch up on it and read it. Okay, so he's a, I mean, he's a real personality. He got a loud mouth and all that stuff. Not in a negative way, mm-hmm. but he's an outspoken guy. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got two sons now that are in the NBA. His son just got drafted by Chicago, I mean, the Charlotte Hornets, Jordan's team. Yeah. 
in like third in the third in the draft. Yeah. His son uh, Lonzo Ball got got drafted like second in the draft yep. about four years ago. Yeah. To so the anyway, Lakers. yeah. So they were. Um, yeah, he plays for the Pelicans now. But so they were talking. He was on a podcast and they were talking and. Basically, he was saying to the people that was asking, because they was like, well, what kind of father you advice, fatherly advice do you give to your sons and stuff like that? And he was basically saying, listen, I tell my sons that you're a millionaire, you're in the league, and things like that. So the type of women you're going to come across, they all going to be hoes. Money. You mm-hmm. ain't finding no wifey material type of chicks. And while he you, 18. Yeah. He, 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 he 18, His whole 19. life is yeah, that. Yeah, he a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but that's what he was basically saying. I think that there was some controversy around that. So I was like, you know what? I don't think he's saying on that most people that I know. Yeah probably won't agree with yeah. but at the same time mainstream wise you saying oh if 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 somebody who dates a a celebrity or a basketball player they hoes yeah right. you know and i'm sure some women have problem with mm-hmm. that yeah but, but one of the things too like bro like one of the things that a lot of athletes look like so i played high school ball with a couple of niggas who made it to the league and when they went to the league like talking to some of them the biggest thing was they're not married now mm-hmm. but they're more settled because now their face is not one of those things that everybody recognizes. Mm-hmm. But then, oh, they told me going in, I'm, I'm straight fucking till I'm done with my career. Because you <laughs> yeah, won't right. know who loves you for you. Right. When right. you're off the scene, you can become a regular person again, unless you're just a fan and it's like, yo, I see this person. Right. But they were showing, uh, what's that dude who played for Boston a couple years ago? He had, Manny Ramirez. Uh-huh. He, they had a video on ESPN where he walked up on somebody last week and the dude didn't even know him. And Manny Ramirez, he had a Boston, the dude had a Boston uh, Red Sox hat on and he was like, so who's your favorite player? And he said somebody else. And he was like, oh, okay. And he just walked off. And the, the people were like, how the fuck he didn't know that was Manny Ramirez? Well, the nigga been out of the league for 12 <laughs> years now. So when they out of the league, people ain't going to recognize him. You're forgotten about this. What can you do for me or what have you done for me lately? Right. Them exactly. niggas want. So being a hoe, he just saying he know he going to play the field until he knows somebody want him for real. Exactly. If I had a $100 million contract at 20, mm-hmm. bitch, I'm fucking everything everybody. I can. And that's all you're going to probably walking. be. Everything walking. You're going to be exposed to that. Too, yes. You know? So even if you and I always say this, too. Even if you the dude that says, you know what, I ain't going to play like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to focus on my career, do this, that, and the other. We hear some of the stories like Magic Johnson and stuff like yeah. that. They say, you know what, you could say no for the first 100 days of your career. But that 101st day, <laughs> uh, for the 50,000 chicks that's asking you to do A, B, C, and D, you're going to crack, boy. I'm a regular nigga, and it's difficult to <laughs> exactly. say no. So it's like being a regular nigga, I and these can... niggas can get all the all these bitches we looking at on Instagram, they can get. But can you imagine, right. though, just, just you know, like we're, we're pretty confident guys in here. You too, mm-hmm. Spider. <laughs> you know, could you imagine, like, because of the way that it is right yeah. now, as a regular dude, yeah. quote unquote regular yeah. dude, yeah. if I had some, some shine like that, right. oh, man, yeah. I wouldn't even talk. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> I told you I went to uh, and signals only. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even. Yeah. I'm not even speaking to you. Come on. Yeah. I went out to a, a bar one time with one of my homeboys, and these white chicks thought we were ball players. Mm-hmm. So we just at Always. the bar. Yeah. So we just at the bar. So this white chick, who's the I don't know what a I guess she's still a bartender, ain't like a barista or whatever. Yeah. But she came over <laughs> and she brought us. She brought us. Yeah, she brought us out a drink, and then she slid me a business card, mm-hmm. and she was like, "The ladies at the what you call say they got your drink," and I was like. <laughs> so my homeboy was like, what you supposed to do? I was like, why are they checking for me? Mm-hmm. Now, I can get a beautiful woman. But when I looked, I was like, damn. And it was an older one. Like, they look like mama and daughter. Mm-hmm. I done mm-hmm. fucked sisters before, so I will fuck a mom and daughter. <laughs> they was ready. To- yeah. So I was like, what do they want? And they was, she was like, oh, do you play for the Cowboys? I said, I literally slid that car back. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I looked at my homeboy. I said, nigga, I drive a Honda. <laughs> well, I, th- I did then. I was at like, I, yeah, I was like, I drive a Honda. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even know what they want. My homeboy was like, I'd still fuck them. And I'm like, nah. Yeah, I'm 
I ain't even going. Ain't, ain't even worth the excitement because at that point, then I'm like a thing right. for them. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not supposed to be nobody's fucking trophy, trophy. or or. Um, Imagination, yeah, like a little feel. sex toy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no, nah, you ain't fulfill me, Fantasy a bitch. Fulfilled. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know what's interesting about that though. I, w- I remember one time I had an experience like that. I gotta face that with a mother and a daughter. People. No, no, oh. no, no. <laughs> just, just one, don't one be time. giving that nigga my credit. <laughs> <laughs> right, that was him. But one time, me and my cousin, I had a cousin that worked for Ford. So he always just tell me, man, I'm gonna give me a navigator. I'm gonna give me a navigator. And then you get no navigator. You make it shit back there, like a ranger or something. He's short enough. This was back in like, like 2002. Uh, it was as a matter of fact, it was like right after 9 11. Yeah, and uh, and he bought a he bought this too. Mind you, we was young, he bought like a red navigator with like scorpion rims. I mean, he was <laughs> so we drove back home, yeah. we drove back home, and same thing like people thought, like we went to the bar or whatever, went to the little pizza joint or yeah. whatever downtown. Everybody thought that we played for the Patriots just because we was driving a red navigator. (laughs) And I was like, man, you know, it would be so easy to just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I play for the Pats. You know, come on through. Let's go do this. I was like, it's that easy. And you see what's happening right now? What we're doing is women have enabled the behavior of niggas. No doubt. Yeah. Straight up. Mm -hmm. When y'all wonder why. Yeah, certain type of women. But those certain type of women are fucking it up for all of the good ones, too. Mm -hmm. Because you have too many women out here that's like, oh, if you got it. Which is why niggas go out and look like it to get you, bitch. Exactly. That's the only reason. That's the only bro. reason. The power of the P. The power. That's, that's it, bro. That's it. Man. But I've never and been a nigga to go get cars thing. and shit for no bitch, man. No. I mean, I never got to that level. <laughs> <laughs> you pushing it. Yeah. But overall, with the Lord, uh, before we move on with the Lavar Ball statement, I think he was just trying to say, like you said, his son is a millionaire as a teenager. A teenager. He ain't fist to meet no real bitches until right he's right thirty now. something or yep. until he decides to retire. Right. Yep. So he will be a hoe. Yeah. Yep. They, they did not like that. And he at should all. be. Okay. Yes, he should be. He need to learn how to fuck. He need to learn how to fuck anyway. Get your no, numbers 20s. up. Like, what do you want the boy to do? Just don't hey, get nobody swallowed up. Here. But then again, you can afford it. So, hey, don't do it that's the why a lot of niggas don't. You see Stoudemire and what's that nigga, and Antonio Cromartie, who used oh, to play? Yeah. That, that nigga got, got 12, like 17. Yes. No, they last time I checked, he had 14. Oh, yeah. wow. I don't give a fuck if I make 50 billion. I'm not having 14 fucking children. If I do that, it got to be by multiple women, bro. This ain't the 1900s where one bitch can have 20 kids. Well, he don't have from one chick, right? He got yeah, it's multiple ones. Yeah, because I don't want that headache like that either. Because mm. nigga, you ain't getting NFL money your whole life. Well, you know, take the future. You know, he got like a one for every baby mama. So. Exactly. <laughs> Before we came here today, uh, Corey hit me up and and you brought the next topic to me. So I'm gonna let you lead into this one, and then I, I kind of felt you when you said it. And the topic is, can mothers destroy sons? Mm. And it's so crazy. I've I've never said it that way, but I have said that I think parents in the form of dating and like race and shit, I think you can kind of raise us and we already kind of have post-traumatic stress of what Mm -hmm. we shouldn't do, how we should be Mm -hmm. all these things that we learn about being a black person. But what did you mean by that? Can mothers destroy sons? So to put some context around it, you know, I, I love Yana. And uh, so I was watching her on Saturday. She's Um, a, she's a joy in in the pleasure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But on this episode, it was like two hours. It was probably, I'm going to go out and say that this is probably the the best episode that she has ever done before. Mm. It was so real and raw, and it was with real people. It mm-hmm. wasn't with like the celebrities. Right. You know, I hate that shit anyway. I know they got their stories, but yeah. you rich, but bitch. It, yeah, it's it's more so for show for that. But this exactly. was a real fam- family. And long story short, in 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 this episode, the mother was was a she was a <laughs> appeal like, and so um, her son, her oldest son, she told him that um, she she doesn't she sees him she doesn't see him she sees him less as a, a less of a man. Mm. And the reason behind that is because her daughter, which is his sister, 
um, she felt like she he was the son was acceptive of her being in a, in a domestic um, relationship mm. because he, he explained it in the episode that they would hang out together and stuff like that. He knew that the guy was put his hands on his sister, but he felt that if his sister, if, if he would have said something, then his sister would have left and he wouldn't be able to be as close as yeah. he was to yeah. him, which when he said it, it made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But Iana came in and was like, you know, you just told your son who at this point he's married to an RN. I don't know if that matters. Um, and he has three sons of his own. I'm sure he's paying rent somewhere or a mortgage or something like that. And she said, you just told your son that you see him as less than the man. Do you know what that does to him? Yeah. Do you know how that affects him? Yeah. She kind of went off with her and, and, I, and, and, and I got it. She said, you know, mothers destroy um, black men. So that's why I wanted to ask, like, um, can your mom say something to you that can completely change the way that you, you think of yourself and how you see yourself? Not at this age. Yeah, I think it'd be hard now. Yeah. But, but younger, there's a point in time, yeah. Because yeah. if my mom says something, I'd be like, fuck off, bitch. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Get the fuck out of here with you. I would talking. never talk to Grace like that. If she, if your mom is degrating, yeah, fuck off, no, no, bitch. You're right. If you're talking you're right. crazy you're right. to me, bitch, fuck you. But you're if, right. you know, but my mom would never. Right. Has she made mistakes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I had a conversation with my mom not too long ago just about religion and how we were raised. And I remember, my mom will always do a like a five year check in and be like, how am I as a mother? Mm. I have nothing bad to say about my mom outside of religion. Like I told her, I said, but that's something you believed in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They got you. You didn't decide to say, Hey, and then just raise us the way you raised us to where we were like sheltered. Like Mm -hmm. you believed in something and and it led you astray in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, they can fuck you. So my mom, the one time my mom did hurt me and I I know my mama listened to this and you know, I don't mean anything by this mom. I love you. But she kicked me out when I was 12 Mm -hmm. and when she kicked, I was bad as fuck. So, but she kicked me out, and I remember when I was leaving, I was packing my shit, and I was getting ready to leave the house, and she was like, "Did you buy that?" I was like, what? "Did I mm. buy? Of course I didn't. I'm twelve. Like, right. what the fuck have I been working? <laughs> right. Take Put it off. <laughs> Put that down and take it off." Yeah. I literally walked to my grandmother's house about four miles away, with socks, boxes, and a tank top. Yeah. And my brother tells the story all the time. He was like, "I literally because he was like, I hated that you were gone." He was like, "I watched you." walk and it was like a railroad track and he was like once you pass the railroad track he's like I didn't see you no more I said cause I was trying to be hard until I got to the railroad track but as soon as I crossed that bitch I cut I was out <laughs> I, like, I ran straight to my grandmother's house you know what yeah. I'm saying but then I ended up staying with my grandmother for like maybe four years and I stayed with my grandma to the point to where when I did want to come back home and my mom wanted me like my grandmother didn't even want to let me go mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah, but it yeah. fucked me up because I was like damn she she kicking me out like I thought, you know, when you get in yeah. trouble, you thinking, yo, this is far. She gonna yeah. chill. Right. Nah. I and know. I was and I was Brody at that age too. So she was just like, okay, I'm gonna teach you. Got your ass. Get your shit and get up out yeah, of here. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Nigga, that changed that forever changed my life. Oh, yeah. But what where, where it fucked me up at, talking to counselors and, and talking about these things, talking about how I've told you how guys have abandoned me and, you know, stabbed me in the back and shit. Mm-hmm. And my and my dad not being there and my uncle and them leaving and breakups and shit. My counselor was like, you deal with abandonment. You right. have abandonment issues. Yeah, abandonment and that's issues. probably why you cannot commit. Right. And I was like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Break and she was like, are you a cheater? I was like, no, I'm not a cheater. I was like, but I always tell people and I've told you, I was like, I'm not a committer. Even when I talked to Artiza, when we first started dating, I was like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm going to do me. Mm-hmm. We can still hang out, but like, I'm not going to deal with one piece of pussy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I understand. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it was just, it's always nervous, nerve wracking for me to commit to one person because when you commit, 
Somebody could pull the rug from under you at any time and you're fucked. Of course, but you know you can't go into it with that mindset. You can't. I'm better now. Yeah, no question. But like then, like literally, bro, that's why the whole, going back to the last conversation when I was like, I would wait for people to break up and do whatever. That's where it was because it was like, I don't want to be abandoned, so I'll let them fuck up or do something and then I'll bounce. Right. You have a justification then. Yes. That's interesting. That makes sense. You know, I remember a long time ago, I remember a long time ago, uh, speaking back to the the mom situation, I remember I read something that said when you're a, when you're a child, when you're young, you love your parents, and yeah. then it gets to a certain point in your age where you start to judge them. You know what I'm saying? You do, mm-hmm. you yeah. do. And so I think that we go through this phase of we love them to death because that's all we know, and then we get to a point where it's like we start to to analyze, analyze and judge how they, how they raised us, right. and we have our opinions about that. Exactly. And we go through that for a little bit, and then we get back to the point where. We're no longer judgmental anymore right, about those yeah. things, and we just love them again because yeah. they people, and we, you know, we we stop, we we appreciate them and we accept them. But uh, so because of that, but my mom is is you know we we we've, we've had a lot more conversations like grown folk conversations that I never had with my mother my whole life about my my dad, a relationship with her, family, all kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that I do now is I just accept like she's she was very religious yeah. had me in Catholic church and all that other shit mm-hmm. and like I said are you Catholic used, I'm not Catholic no is, I, that, is that your mom is she still is that's so crazy right. how black because right. growing up you'd be thinking like oh black people ain't Catholic yeah, only white right, folks and work. whatever yeah. exactly but not nah, but it was more of an African thing because a yeah. lot of Africans or, especially yeah. in Liberia very true. Catholic so okay. grew up in a Catholic church so I gave her hell for the Catholic church and the priests and shit like that like Did when she I bust was your there. knuckles with a rule yeah, not really but because I was older by then but but it was never like. That was never lashing out. Yeah. But now I'm just like, hey, that's who you're going to be. If that's how you accept your religion and yeah. that's who you are, then that's cool. As long as it don't, you know, force itself on me like exactly. it did when I was 11 and exactly. 12, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Right. yeah. But yeah, that judgmental thing, I think that if I'm in a, I'm in a situation where I just love them, yeah. most definitely they could say something that could crush my world. Yeah. I deal with it on both ends. So like you're, to your point, Frank, with the judgmental thing. Um, for me, as I got older, I started to analyze how I grew up. Mm-hmm. I gave some kind of leeway to it in the last episode where it wasn't real stable. Um, moved around a lot. Um, my mother met my my, uh, my three little brothers. Their father, they have they all have the same dad. Yeah, you know he he, he just was he wasn't a good the good guy a good guy for her at, yeah. at all. And that's when everything started to change. She kind of lost it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that I saw her treat me. As a, um, a as a cause of that, as an effect of that, um, I didn't I didn't like mm. because I felt like okay, you're doing all this stuff for this guy, he's totally taking yeah. you down the wrong path, yeah. so on and so forth, um, and <clears throat> and like you don't see what it, how it's affecting us. Yeah. Um, so as I got older, I started to look back and I had some like regrets, you know, um, some resentment, I should say. With it, with her, and we had to have a whole conversation about that. Yeah, um, and we were able to work past that. And then at the other point was me actually feeling like when I was getting ready to come out to my mother and, and tell her about my sexual preference, um, I had to reconcile how she would look at me yeah. after that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I had to be tough too, bro. Yeah. It's rough, especially if you care about their opinion, exactly. which we right. mostly do. Yeah, yeah we mostly. And do. I did. You know, I I cared about what she thought. But at the point that I actually was going to tell her, I couldn't care how she would respond. Right. Because I had mm-hmm. to be okay yeah. with whatever was going to come out from that. And mm-hmm. I had to do my own work to work through that to get to that point and then say, all right, I'm good. Um, if she accepts it, accepts it great. If yeah. she doesn't, I'm still going to be okay. Yeah. And I'm just going to move forward. And I had to actually be able to come into grips with moving forward with our relationship with my mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thankfully it didn't turn out that way. We yeah. were like, now it's totally different. Yeah. Like you, like 
we talk about everything. Yeah. Sometimes it's too much. And I'd be like, yeah. wait, you want to know that? Like, yo, <laughs> moms be bugging, asking like, all kind of questions. I'm real like, nosy. Like, you I remember know all of that. Like, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Your parents make you weird, man. I remember, I think I was like 14. And I had like, I, I, it was basically, I didn't know you could, men could get chafed too. And it was from playing sports and shit. And I got yeah. chafed and I had like a little something, like right, a little right. bruise or something on my inner thigh. And I'm like, mom, something irritate me. And she's like, where is it at? And I was just like. Yo, man, this shit like kind of. <laughs> she like, boy, I didn't seen it before. I said, nah, this shit bigger now. Like, it ain't seen this. You ain't seen this, <laughs> this one. This might be bigger than that. Is you ain't seen this one? <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. It might be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So take over, take over. <laughs> right there. Yo, I can't tell your story, but I'm gonna tell my own story. So this is what I was gonna say. Well, this is what I wonder, based on what you just said. Uh-huh. I wonder because we know how. Uh, relationships with parents, especially mama's little boy. I mean, what? He's a mama's boy yeah. and daddy's little girl. Right. We know how the, the the dynamic between parents and their children. So this is what I wonder. As you were explaining your situation and your situation with your mother and how that affected your relationship with her, I think about my mother who, uh, when her and my dad broke up, I was too young to even know what it was. Yeah, I mean, right. I was young. He was already gone. Um, but, you know, they, they co-parented very well. So mm-hmm. I was with my dad all the time. Then I you moved with him. Difference. At the time, I was supposed to. At about 10 years old. That's it. Mom was like, you got to go live with your daddy and all that. But my mother, like, never had a boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Mine either, bro. Never brought no men never. around. I just say, never brought no men around. Exactly. That you knew about. Yeah. That I knew about. Yeah. So, but because of that, as a young person, in my mind, there are no men. Because right. I don't see them. Right. So, so I never felt like the relationship. I never felt threatened. I'll put it like or that. Or challenged. Your I place never, was challenged. Yeah. I never, I always knew that my mom loved me more than any other man. Even Have you my ever dad. dated a woman with kids? Yeah. That's, and that's something, well, for me, of course, that's pretty much all I've dated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this age, it's kind of, I mean, I don't really want no Where young you? bitches. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nah, so it's, nah, yeah. So yeah. it's like dating like that. It, it sucks for me because you kind of go in or I go into it and I'm like, I'll never be the number one right. option. Yeah. Like, and it kind of sucks, right. bro. That's right. True. It literally kind of fucking sucks, yeah. dog. And I've said that towards, like, it's been times where I wanted to be with a girl or be around him, and they're like, well, I got the kids this weekend. Yeah. And what are you going to say? Yeah. What the fuck you going to be like? Nah, you going to be, hey, well, you don't choose be, him or me. You, you don't want to be the I'm a ratty bitch yeah. at that point. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a fucking ratty nigga. <laughs> we, are, we, already, we already used that in the last episode. I'm that ratty bitch. We can't have that as. No, I like the way he just came up with. But no, bro, like, dating women with kids, like, they are nurturing, but it's like, you will never be first. Right. Even if you, like, if I had a girl that we had a kid together for the first time, I still wouldn't be first, but I would be 1A, 1B. I'm all mm. the way too. Yeah. When it's enough, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm all the way too. And then you got day daddy somewhere. Right. In yeah. In the middle. And then if, have, and then if you have multiple kids, yeah, you're yeah. looking at, multiple, and most of the girls that I've met, I was say married, I'll never get married. Mm, but most bro. of the girls I've dated, it's like lately they have kids and it's like they have multiple ones because at 35 to 38 to 40, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you probably you know, old one in a year. Yeah. So it's just like, damn, man. Like, so for me, a lot of times as a single man, I'm like, where do I actually fit in with all of this shit? Which is why, like we talked about last time, I just stay single, bro. It's beneficial mm. for me at this point in time. Yeah. I, I feel I feel like a number one option to anybody all the right. time. Right, right. It's interesting too yeah. when you you know when you um you know when you get married, have kids, or whatever. If you go to any kind of counseling, if you don't have any kids, mm. they're gonna tell the man. They're gonna tell you, listen, when your wife has that baby, you you gonna disappear for a little bit. Yeah, right. you know, like you, like I never understood. Until it happened. Yeah. I never understood how a man could be jealous of their own kids. Mm. Never understood that. 
But the attention, you ain't yeah. getting to suck on the team. I mean, if no you, more. If they you, done took over the whole team. Yeah, I mean, you, they got everything. They got everything. They got their attention. They got they really they mind, body, and soul. They fucked the pussy yeah, up for yeah. a little bit, so yeah, you yeah. can't even fuck exactly. with that because they got to heal. Six weeks. You know what I mean? And now I try to go in there with my shit. Yeah. They shitty like 12. 12, yeah. So it's like, bitch, you better jack me off then. I get use both hands and some lube and get the work it out. Hammer jacking but, but, on that thing. You know, we talking about a lot of psychology. Yeah, right bro, now. it's true. Right. And, and I know we're making jokes about it, but it is so true. And it's the things that this is the thing. I remember dating this girl with kids, and I remember giving gifts and like. I remember the first Christmas, it was kind of like, I was nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, I done brought in gifts and jackets and shit, and it's like... This nigga was Santa. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> uh, he don't matter. So I had to... You don't want to feel like a bitch because you're like, whatever, but kids can hurt your fucking feelings, <laughs> man. No doubt. Like, kids hurt your fucking feelings. No doubt. So the next They're year, it was... Honest. Yeah, so the next year, yeah. it was kind of like, hey, they didn't even acknowledge me. Just just say it's from you and, and they daddy. I, I'd rather just that so they could be happy. Mm-hmm. But, it, bro... That shit was so difficult to do good things and not be acknowledged. Mm. Because no matter how old you get, oh, you no still want to be acknowledged oh. for the work that you do right. and the good that you do. No yeah. matter no matter how old you Even are. if it's a dap or a handshake. Yeah. No nigga, I didn't get old. nothing. Yeah. But I also <laughs> didn't trip as much. You know why? I grew up without a father. Mm. And their father was still in their life. So I was like, you know what? They don't need they me. Don't and need that's good. Yes. So when the time comes. Because all I want yeah. is your mama. It, all I want that's is your it. mom. And when the time comes, all I got to do is be a helping hand, a listening ear, and right. give you advice. You're a bonus, it. dude. You're I'm just a bonus. A bonus. Like, and that's, you know, a good, that's a good thing. It is a good be. thing. It but is. I had to learn that because I had never really dated women with kids. Mm. Right. That was one of my things before 32. I was like, fuck dating a bitch with kids. I ain't. I need to be number one. Yeah. Because yeah. I've never been number one or felt that way. Right. So. Wow. Difficult. Yeah, we unpacking some shit tonight. <laughs> I mean, but you like that's why I say too, and I, I like this because a lot of times, like when we're here with Casey and Arteza, we have great conversations. But I think it's a different perspective and a different bag we get to dive in as men to say how we feel about certain situations. I remember when I told one of my homegirls about the kids, she's like, "You can't be like that," and I'm mm-hmm. like, "So my feelings don't matter, right? Like yeah. my feelings was hurt, so that shit don't matter." Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's true though. When I was um, back in my younger days, when I first started, <laughs> I, I I dated a guy. He had three kids, Man. and that was see that um, is so different yeah. to even like yeah. this is a different dynamic right. and perspective. Yeah, but obviously totally. he was with the woman before yeah. and had mm-hmm. three kids, yeah. but um, the divorce. But yeah, had three kids, and that was that was different. Were they and old I think enough I, to understand? You know, they wasn't. But bro. see, that, that's the thing. Like I think I was more res- not. I want to say he he wasn't respectful, but yeah. for me. Especially with our dynamic, um, he want me there all the time because he had a house and all that stuff, whatever. But I'm like, uh, is your kids there? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I got them this week because they had them a week in yeah. park or whatever. I'm like, well, I come I over, yeah. but I'm not staying. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he want, like I don't feel comfortable with that when they're yeah. not there. Then I can do that. Um, but you know, I don't. You know, when I'm, well, who am I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm not the stepmama, so I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I get it. Want to be in that um in that environment um like that and make them question or anything like that. But I already told you, bro. That's a whole bro. nother. Yeah. Thing. So you dealing with a guy that probably isn't out yeah. at that point, at right? The, yeah, yeah. Um, because he has three kids, yeah. so he's living in the closet life, and it's and easier then, for him to do it because his right. kids are disguised, right? right. It, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then knowing that you're dealing with you know a whole wife that can. So yeah, I ain't gonna deal with that. I remember <laughs> one man, the first one man Arteza was dating, and um, I she was like, hey, you know, it's a crunch. Can you help me and go pick up the kids? And I was like, yeah, I'll go get them. And I'm, it was, it was an experience for me because I walk in, I'm walking to the gymnasium, I'm looking for them. Yeah. So they walk up to me, I'm like, hey, how y'all doing? And like, I'm just like, got them on their back, my hands on their back, like just mm-hmm. guiding them with me. So we have to cross the the lane where you know the pickup lane. 
So I'm like, y'all hold on, wait till the car pass. And then when I walk across, and I think I've told this story before, but I walk across and they grab, like on each side, they both grab my pinky mm-hmm. and my ring finger. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't look at them, but in my mind, I was like, oh, it was like something <laughs> happened. I was like, I'm the protector now. Yeah. yeah. Get in the back seat, kids. Mm-hmm. Strap in. Put your seat. Like you drive different. You yeah. act different. You oh, you do different. everything different when kids are around. Right. Like I got in. I'm like it's like fuck this bitch, nigga. Ho, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, go to 101, the yeah. classical stations. Yeah, exactly. That's what you have to do. And it's yeah, like you must. It's one of them things to where even if you don't have kids, if you respect the situation, you get right into parental mode. No, you do. You do. And, and I think that yeah. what you're saying is interesting because um, that's exactly what happens. Like, And that's what they'll tell you. I'm sure you've heard it a million times. Um, once you have kids, it really does change you as a man. Oh, yeah. And, and a woman, too. Yeah. But because the men have a certain expectation in mm-hmm. our society, when you have some kids, oh, that triples. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, not only do I have to just be a protector of my um, relationship, the woman, mm-hmm. uh, but now I got some some little ones, yeah. and now I gotta protect their minds. Yeah. That's I what I was about to say. Bodies. You gotta, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. a totally different responsibility. But I wanted to say also um, that based on what you said about the whole step, you know, thing, I think for me, I always when I dated women with kids, yeah. it was easy to fall into that role because of what I experienced growing up. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I knew I learned how to be a step parent really well yeah. based on. My experience exactly. right. with step parents. Yeah. Right. They were terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, oh, <laughs> when I get in that situation, I'm yeah. gonna know what to do. And then being a boy too, just thinking about things in a different way. Most of them were women. Like I said, my mom never dated nobody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was that I, nigga, you ain't my daddy type. Yeah. <laughs> See, I never had to yeah. say that. Yeah. Because she didn't bring around no dudes. Well, mine didn't bring none either, but like mm-hmm. at church. Like you know, mm-hmm. they know the situation, so they niggas would be like, "Oh, you gotta Trying do to this." Yeah, I'm yeah, like, "Nigga, you ain't my daddy." Yeah. Like my mom tell the story all the time. She'd be like, "When your daddy left, you was a." That's I was it. already a handful. That's nigga, it. I was a hand, pocket, yeah. and shoes full. Like, I, niggas, I wouldn't, at church, what? I was getting hand jobs in the back of the church. <laughs> this nigga, nigga, I was doing straight rebel. I'm top, bro. <laughs> fucking out in the parking lot. Like, bro, I was just. It was why You find your man with a real early. I was lost, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I got you. Like, I was fucking lost. And then church honestly made it worse. Oh, yeah. I tell people all the time, when I left the church at 17, I really got away from it fully at 20. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, who, what am I supposed to do with all these days? You was fucking the bitch right. at church? Hey, I used to get a hand job out in the car. Yeah. That's bitch, the best place. Church is, church yeah, is full of bitches who want to give away pussy because they're trying to do right. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. But they need the wrong in there. <laughs> no, but you know what happens? Let me tell you about church chicks. This is what the, the special about church. I figured this out. These city churches day. ain't, these I, are clubs. Listen, I, I figured it out one day. I was sitting home trying to figure it out. I said, this is what it is. See, chick that go to church can do the worst shit. Why? She got a relationship with God. She got a relationship with God. She can ask for forgiveness. Yeah. She know how to do, she know how to wash she herself. Spiritually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And get right the fuck back out mm-hmm. there. I figured this shit out. They don't make the cloth the same way. And they was going to, uh, yep, dirty, yep, clothes, yep, happy, trap, yep, starting, fold, what, rock it, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, it's an Audi, zoom, zoom, ZZ's, now, hit it, stop, lean, frack, hey, nasty, yeah, whoa, uh-oh, snap, hey, bag that, tap, hey, bitch stick, slap, whoa, handshake, what's that, down, cause I don't ever want to be the person that's seen as, oh, he asked, that's why you don't see me asking for shit on Patreon, or mm-hmm. one of my pet peeves is happy, no. I don't know if y'all do it, but happy birthdays and cash uh, apps, cash, oh, yeah, no, I seen a, a meme about that the other you day, you don't do no. it, no, thank you bro, cause no, I was about to trash you, shit, 
I, I barely want you to wish my birthday on That's Facebook, what I'm saying. So I, <laughs> I heard. I come on cash out. Bitch, ain't nobody giving you no everybody, money. Everybody, it's a different generation. It yeah. is. A, it's a begging generation. No doubt. It, but, but we come it. from a place of self-respect. I was going to say something about the church, man. Go ahead. The reason, I mean, because I think we like all know. Like I'm the host. Go ahead. We all know. You <laughs> are the host. I appreciate it. Man. You are here, nigga. <laughs> but, but we all understand that it's a business. At our level, we know the church is a business. Right. And, yeah. and and if you can't see right now with shit like that, that it operates as a business, then you ain't never going to see it that way. Now, right. they don't advertise it that way. But if you're smart and you're paying attention and you're seeing what's happening, you know what it is. You, you know, know what the, the fuck street it is, code. bro. That's yeah. a motherfucking business. It's a hustle. It's a business. Yeah, yeah, it's a hustle. I literally thought to myself one day, I said, I should have a church. You no. should. But then when you think about it, <laughs> that's pretty much what this is. Yeah, it is. That's what I was supposed to say. Church. And, but this we don't, without the R, though. Yeah. Right. And, like, and like we say, if we did ask for money, you would know why we're asking. If oh, I'm it's ask, clear why. If I'm asking mm-hmm. for money, I'm going to tell you why I'm asking, or I'm basically going to sell you the product that we have, because mm-hmm. this ain't church. Right. I ain't selling hope, bitch. I'm, right. I'm giving reality. <laughs> this is real. You know what the I'm saying? The reality is. Fuck hope will fuck you up. So are you saying they're selling Jesus? They pimping the hell out there, Come white on, nigga. Man. They pimping the hell baby. out that olive skin, curly haired, wool motherfucker. <laughs> nah, not everybody. <laughs> People are like, how but, you saying all this? I don't believe in all mm-hmm. that. It can't be everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I, I, mm-hmm. it can't be everybody. I used to think that way. What? I think that way. I, That's I, my hope. I, I know. I, I, Your I was hope just is there. what? I'm I was just there a month uh, ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my, church my hope is that there's some churches that are actually think out there doing the church's work. It's very few. I do think, but I do think there are some, but still. I think because of the social media war mm-hmm. that we live in now, it just Business seems un, it seems so unauthentic. I just God, people probably gonna know because and you'll probably know what I'm about to say when I say this. What is that show that they were? I just because I told you Arteza came by the crib today, and when she came by, she was watching this fucking reality TV show where this bitch was like they were talking about Jamal, Pastor Jamal Bryant. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna say this, Potomac. Yeah, this the thing. Everybody knows he's if you are, but, but that's the point though. If you are a pastor, your name, I don't care if it's reality TV, your name should not be caught up in that kind of shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like that, that should not. But, but, but let's, let's pause. <laughs> 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 I know we're talking morally, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. that this is the thing at the church. You know, uh-huh. this didn't, it no, just didn't, didn't happen with Jamal. Way. It been that way for a very of long course. time. Um, that's just what they do. It's side pieces everywhere. I couldn't around, be a pastor because I know I'd be fucking bitches. <laughs> that's the difference between be me. A deacon. I'm a, Deacons can fuck the bitches. Right? I'm a realist, bro. Yeah, me too. I ain't about to do all that. I'm fucking these bitches. You need prayer? Oh, you gonna be on your knees, bitch. But that's why. That's why. Like, it would trip me out. Like years ago, there was a. Uh, there was a. a <laughs> 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 this shit is even funny to say, but but you know you got certain churches and you got these single ministries, right? The singles ministry. Yeah. Right? Oh these, yeah, we had that in our church too. Singles ministries, we running through all the running bitches, through bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody knows they it. did, bro. We had that <laughs> shit too, on, dog. Man. We did have that shit. Before we go to the next topic, I did want to talk about this. You know, a lot of people are risking it. You know, traveling during COVID. Not everybody, but there's a lot of motherfuckers. Like I'm, and I I'll say this from some people I know. A lot of these motherfuckers could not get a plane ticket on regular time. When the world was <laughs> regular. Well, you know they got plane honest. tickets on the firm now, too. They pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> they do. You can, you can but, pay it. But no you know, that's the pay. thing. And you know what I'm talking about, bro. It's a lot of people. I'm sure we all know somebody that never really traveled because they mm. couldn't afford a $400 well, ticket. Mexico was like $40. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So you got these people out here. We down the street. Yeah. So you got people, oh, I'm living a life. I'm doing this. And it's like, bitch, I'd never seen you travel in 10 years of Not knowing one. you. And now you out here acting <laughs> like you just living a highlight. <laughs> bitch, that's because you could take that $200 that you was able to save, get you a ticket, get you a place to stay, and, and split it with somebody. And whatever. It's just like now. 
certain places I live in, like they may cost a little something, just mm-hmm. like you and all of us. Yeah. If you're there single, you know you're doing well for yourself. Mm-hmm. Most of these motherfuckers are there with couples and roommates. roommates. And I've never had a fucking roommate. Mm-hmm. That bill is my yeah, bill. Mine. So what I'm saying to all you broke motherfuckers out here acting mm-hmm. like you got it. Acting like you got man, it. Man, just go travel and quit posting all this shit like you've been somewhere. Go enjoy Because we go look at it. If we go look at your Instagram, you only got three pictures of travel. The rest of those 1,000 motherfuckers from 2012, <laughs> bitch, you've been right here in Dallas. Right here in Dallas. Right. Calm the fuck down. Are they just going to another state? or, or, or where, Some or people are going, you know, a lot of the places that are, this is how you know it's a, it's like everybody's doing this. They Everybody's either going to Atlanta. Tulum. Tulum. Yeah, they wearing that shit out. Yes, bro. And that's <laughs> why I say tired. everybody, they like, get these niggas out of this. Yes. I'm tired of they f- nigga feet on the, the sand. Who got the special? I'm just. Who got the special? Everybody. Everybody. Mm. I went on there. Well, look, you, in man. Mexico isn't. I mean, it is out of the country, but I don't really consider it to be, especially for us, it's down the street. Mm. I wonder what spirit prices is. They was like this. Oh, they real cheap. But they were like always. $25. They probably like 50 cents. Yeah. <laughs> $25. You catch you a good one, man. Yeah. I, ain't, I, would, I ain't riding no spirit, bro. No. I've never rode spirit, but I heard somebody ride spirit one time and they was like, they, like, they, you know, it's I, just like soul playing. Yeah. yeah. If you get, <laughs> they so was I, giving out noodles and the noodles was like $4. Well, and I was like, everything costs. But if you get, um, everything costs. If you get, if you get the front seats, because I had to do yeah. Spirit yeah. for the first time, we went to, um, me and my friends, we went to um, Columbia, Cartagena. Yeah. And so we had to fly um, Spirit. <laughs> so if, uh, I'm sorry, I'm surprised you didn't say it with the fucking accent. <laughs> we went to Columbia. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> but we had to fly Spirit, but we yeah. bought the big seats yeah. and the bags, and Nigga, we bought I our know own you shit though. On. You ain't broke though. It's yeah. a difference. It's a it difference. wasn't bad. No, I'm saying it wasn't bad. Like I, because uh, I saw somebody friend, in Spirit, and I swear I saw a monkey <laughs> sitting on the next show. I said they let well, anything. Was, well, my friend said that we were gonna go to Columbia. I'm like, okay, cool, let's go. He was yeah. like, and they followed up with like, oh, we gotta fly Spirit. I was like, oh no, oh, wait a minute, that's a long flight, man. <laughs> Yeah. No, so what happened was I, I wasn't doing spirit the whole way. Yeah. So I ended up Bitch, I'm coming it. back on Delta. <laughs> no, how about I flew? Uh, yes. <laughs> so I flew to Delta. I yeah. flew um to Florida on yeah. Delta and then I just picked up the um the spirit flight yeah. in Florida and then coming back, caught the spirit and then flew Delta back here to Love Field. I would have ditched my friends. They would have been like, It's a layover, nigga. I would have made that uh-huh. shit like it was a cab. <laughs> I see y'all. I'm going. I told him, I said, I'm not doing spirit the whole way. Yeah. So I was in, all, in, in in Delta in my um with the the upgrade from yeah. uh, from from poor. <laughs> what was the the, the, the middle seat? I forget, right. what they, I forget what they call it, but hey man, <laughs> like back there with the poor people. Yeah, but you've been seeing that, bro. I just I just it just it just came to me because I was just like, bro, we I'm seeing so many people travel. Great, mm-hmm. you should be able to get out. Yeah, get out. But like, just quit acting like. Yeah. I saw Don't a post today where they, yeah, they was like, the flex is killing, like, <laughs> social media flex is really fucking it people is. up. Yeah, it is. Bitch, you down. coming back home you and you have it. nothing to eat? Nothing at Taking all. Down and noodles and you on the air mattress. Yeah. yeah. It's on another level, man. It's social a, media has taken I seen somebody fake flex into another level. Yeah, I'm please. I see it. He's about to reveal some shit. <laughs> because, you know, I had to learn that, too. I'm about to be petty. Yeah, but, hey, man, sometimes these niggas need to, like I said a long time ago, how do people know they're a shitty person if you never tell them? You know what I'm saying? Some people, these motherfuckers need to know that they're stunned. They yeah. know they're stunned. Like, stop, stop stretching yourself, man. Come on, yeah. man. Come on, man. Why are you Get you one pressure. But but, but that's the game, baby. I don't yeah. want to do that, man. I know you don't, but it's real. That's why, like, uh, I'm like uh, young Simba. Like, I'm sick of these bad, <laughs> broke bitches. You bad bitch, but you broke. Right. And the baddest bitch is driving these little Toyota Corollas, cars you can put in your pocket. 
bitch. Looking better, <laughs> looking better walking. Yeah, really. Yeah. That made me looking better walking. <laughs> <laughs> My pad is filling up over here, man. Killing. <laughs> Normally it's Artesia in here, right? Yeah, bro, yeah, but no, I, I, I know. I gotta do it myself. She be Look, typing though. She more, she's more sophisticated. Better. Yeah, you know how she. What is. you yeah. trying to say, nigga? Nigga, you over there writing? She be typing. Well, I got my notes up, man. This nigga, he got his no, journal. No, no, yeah, got his no journal over here. Bro. No judgment. He's back, Playboy. It's good. So, so the next topic, uh, one of my homegirls brought this to me, man, to keep it discreet. <laughs> Curve them or give them some play. I heard it's been an influx of women out here that you know. Niggas been trying to holler at them. It's cuffing season. Oh, they oh, want yeah, their heart warm. Season. They and want their laps full. Yeah. And... And I want they, their laps full, yeah. too. Yeah. But, they, but they curving a lot of niggas. Mm-hmm. And it's been a complaint of a lot of women who are curving niggas who chasing them. And when they finally get a nigga a chance, he dick them down and he leave. Mm. What was the thing that you said if he finally gets an opportunity to fuck and then he doesn't call you? It wasn't good. And what did you say your, the option was? I said that that's all he wanted to do was was fuck. So now he got it. Attitude. And sometimes if you make a nigga wait too long, he going to be like, oh, yeah. man, I'm going to fuck this bitch and be out. In know? and out. I'm no in and out. In and out. And then it was a story of people giving in and then the dick ain't good or the dick small. Right, yeah, it's tough. When you are a woman with class or a man, same thing. Like, I don't just fuck everybody. Mm-hmm. But one thing that's very disappointing is if you finally decide to give yourself to a person and you're like, this is what I gave up. Mm. This is what I do. Heartbreaking. I'm a person who we already know how sexual we all are from the last few episodes we've done. Yeah. Hope it's hard to go from a woman who... Deep throats or swallows. Bro, baby. To a, yeah, I love this song. <laughs> to go to a woman, to go to a woman who's like, yeah, we can fuck, but I don't do anal and I don't do like I don't give head. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. I yeah, and I'm never gonna fuck with you because I mm-hmm. need head to get we me started. Be best of right. friends. Like when it's cold outside, don't you turn your car on and warm that bitch up? No head thing, y'all. God bless y'all. What you mean? What? Like that y'all don't just get it. It nah, man. These girls out here is tough. I'm sorry, it's crazy. Especially a lot of black women, man. Let's just be honest. Bro. Nah, man. Hold on. Stop. Stop. Nah, man, stop right there. Man. Stop right man. It's time to be goddamn honest. <laughs> no, no, I'm sick no. of this shit. Nah, man. We always protecting our people. <laughs> yeah, we can protect our people, but Abort. these motherfuckers Abort. do not like sucking dick, <laughs> they don't man. Like it. Come on, man. That's terrible. How many conversations we done been in? How many rooms we been in where the thing? Even with other black women who do do it. Mm. You and Casey done yeah, even yeah. said that shit where they be like, they be like, I ain't. What you yeah. mean you not sucking no bitch? You bitch, you fought it. Right. You got to do this now. I don't know. Keep you in the game. So they don't. What? The, I don't nobody know. Nobody explains. Okay, me, man. I'm right. good. Okay. Nobody <laughs> sucking dick, man. Thanks. That's a problem. But see, okay. So you know, like, when we have these conversations, I like to bring the responsibility back to the people dating the men and the women. You, you, you finally gave this nigga some pussy and he got a small dick. That's on you. That's on you, man. That's on you. What you do you? Well, because he because goes. I don't just in my we talk about me again is in my head, right? Okay. There's gonna be some if I have questions. Yeah. As men. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, are you one night stand people? No, I can't get it. Not me. Me neither. So I've never had one. So by default, that yeah. means we do a little more homework. Yeah, correct. Right? So we're going to try to figure out. Yeah. Since we don't do the one night stand where you could take your pants mm-hmm. off and now your pussy stink. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to find out how your pussy <laughs> okay. smell before I take your pants I'm off. And there's ways to figure it out. <laughs> there's ways to figure it out. Also, it is a connection, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell you one way to figure out if a bitch pussy stink. They use your bathroom, go in there after them. Because <laughs> they got to pull their pants down and sit out on the toilet and take oh, a piss. No doubt, bro. Fish is fish, nigga. <laughs> hold up, hold fish up. is fish, nigga. I got nigga. this thing right. I always tell people this. See, I got these marvelous ideas. Yeah. If you want to cut down the, the the little canoodling going on at the job. <laughs> that nigga said canoodling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that'll be. Let me jot that. No, let me get that one. Canoodling. Let, let them bathrooms be unisex. Yeah. Unisex yeah. them bathrooms. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to have nobody fucking. Yeah. Because them chicks, when they get up out that toilet, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about, yeah. I mean, just being in a room, yeah. like, ooh. 
She's strong. Oh, believe me, I just smell some bitches. And I'm like, yo, man, your wind is strong. Yeah, this smell like strong the Seattle man. fish market. God. So that's one thing though. Yeah. You go in the bathroom after you Pike can tell. Market. I've been there. Yeah, you yeah, can tell. COVID. Uh, yeah, that is. <laughs> you can also just tell, like, get comfortable with them. Yeah. My hygiene, I'm lucky, bro. I, I will say that I'm blessed. God didn't make me 16. He didn't give me 13 inches of dick. He blessed me, but he didn't give me 13 inches. But you know what he did? What he helped my perspiring situation be better. Mm. Like, you know how some people, when they sweat, they just musty. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, you have yeah, some yeah. people that can hang in there a while. Right. I think y'all can hang in there a while. But there's some musty bitches out here, bro. And they perspire quick. Come One second. Go ahead. You shouldn't have brought that up. So, oh, oh, here you go. Did we know somebody? He missed the other one. Now he's jumping out no. the petty trade. <laughs> So since the last recording, I decided to get an all-natural deodorant. Okay. Oh, that's tough. And um, just long story short, I was I was musty. <laughs> was musty. By the end of the day. <laughs> oh, I never do no all-natural shit. And I've Ooh. never been musty. Yeah. You know, even when I work out, I, I'm the type of guy to take a shower before I go to the gym. I'm the same way. I'm, yeah. It's just how it's I It's weird, but it's. It is. Yeah. And I took, I put that deodorant on. I said, by the end of the day, no right? Mm-hmm. Damn. Smell like somebody hung you out. <laughs> what they say, so, rode you hard and whatever. So I'm, I'm going to keep the Mitchum and I'm going to oh, go on. Man. Yeah, I, bro. I, I can't give oh, me a little. Some of that all natural shit just ain't for it. Ain't gonna, it ain't strong it ain't, it enough. Well, I'm, I'm too no. big of a man for that. No, it's not that. It's just what that is it? our bodies and our chemistry yeah. right, has adapted to the world that we live in. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that stuff does have an effect, like deodorant and things like that. Yeah, that's true. You know, it kind of trains your body to behave a certain way, which is not natural. Yeah, right. So then you go to the natural shit that you're supposed to have, and you're musty. No, no, no. Just like bleach can make clothes yellow. Yellow, right. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? It's supposed to white in my shit. Yo, my nigga, it's on, real, man. though. But I, I'm true. very particular about dating we certain women to where it's like, that one, yeah, man. but it's yeah. nobody's gonna, like, I, when I date a woman, like, people don't understand, like, you're being put through tests that you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Always. if you're eating, bitch, oh, man, I remember going, oh, God. it wasn't me, <laughs> but I went out on a double date, and the person's wife, mm-hmm. so much plaque. Yeah. We are grown, bitch. I should not see that shit God. from the, from at across the bottom the, of your from teeth. Across the table. I shouldn't see it, bitch. And if it, Unless and, you got a real and, problem, and, and, no. And this is the thing. It was, you know, they look, I just don't understand. If you floss, you should be able to get that shit right off. You can scrape that shit right off. You got that tartar. But some people are bad, bro. That's a buildup. That's a buildup. Like, bitch, if you, you ain't brushing. The only way you're going to see that shit is if I'm eating bread. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You know yeah. the bread? Okay, okay. But some okay. of these motherfuckers come Tortillas. in. Tortillas. Yeah. Look at me now. I, got I know. I'm about to say, <laughs> listen, nigga, lick. No, drink some water. Squish yeah. that. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't understand That's that, bro. I, bro, bro it's so life. crazy because I'm like, how the fuck are y'all sitting up here coming in this bitch? They so I literally to. analyze everything. Like, yeah. that's why, like, since me and Artesia broke up, it's like, it's difficult. Yeah. Some bitches don't know they breath stink. They just know I don't fuck with them. Right. And then <laughs> also, something exactly. like you ain't yeah. mean. You like my mama said, your stomach spoiled. Your that's, stomach, my that's it, right? For yeah. real. For real. It's something down there. It ain't right. Mm-hmm. And I, I also, like I say, it's certain women I don't want to date because, like a feet. bigger girl, like if you're thick, thick, or you're whatever, like I just, I don't, tr- your hygiene really needs to be, like when you got oh, that clappy point. ass, mm-hmm. you got to get in that thing. On point, baby. Yeah, you got to. Shit, even regular I bitches got to get in that Yeah, I know, but that's why I say, I, that's why I say, as I've gotten older, I love petite women. Mm-hmm. I like petite women. I like petite women yes. because they ain't got to go up under, they, they ain't got to do all that go up under my teeth. They ain't even got to wear bra. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then they can just wipe their ass with the tie. They ain't got to spread a whole cheek. <laughs> and nah, bro. You know, people don't think about that. They just, don't. You know what? I think Some bitches ain't even cleaning their navels and behind their ears. Mm-hmm. I, I can agree. I, I've always kind of been like a, I like the a thicker guy. Yeah. Excuse me, with a nice ass. 
And, but <laughs> you like what you like. Yeah. But, you know, now here recently, like, there's been more like little petite guys. And uh-huh. I, I didn't think that I would be attracted to it's it. It's different. Like, but it's different. But, I, but I'm like, all right. It's, mm. This ain't cool. bad. Yeah, this ain't bad. I told you, man. You, I, you evolve. Yeah. The thing about a small, uh, petite woman I like, even with that, just having a look, like, it's easy to get to the asshole. I can see That's all it. That's it, right there. It's easy to get to the asshole. <laughs> the pussy in the, in the asshole is right there. <laughs> it's right. I ain't got That's time it. to be fishing through all of this <laughs> shit. <laughs> hey, man, that's the fun part about it. Yeah, it used Excuse to be. Me. Excuse when me. I, yeah, when I was tw- when I was twenty something, it used to be the fun part. Yeah. But like I said, at our age, you flirt with fat and fine. Mm-hmm. You're right. And a lot of these bitches is getting out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what though? We in Texas, right? I wasn't born in Texas. I was born. It's up too in hot out here to be right. clapping. Well, not only that, but when I'm when I came down here to visit <laughs> my cousins, tests. they miss they they uh, we were at a club or something like that, and they was like, "Oh man, that bitch fine, that chick fine, that chick fine." And I'm looking. And I'm like, these niggas got a different definition of yeah, fine out here. They do. I was like, yo, cuz, what's what you it's mean? It's the body. Fine? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Her booty. That's it. She bad. I was like, okay, yeah. okay. Cause I was like, these bitches is busted, bro. Nah. You know, I don't need no tumultuous in the face looking bitch. <laughs> like that's what a booty right. Yeah. Her no, booty. Oh, yeah. Got, nah, bitch, she gotta roll over at some point. Bitch, she better know. Come on, she look good. What well, make that bitch keep walking right up the door <laughs> like, when she get up? She fine just because she got a big ass. That's how it is out here. Like? That's a, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's it's a lot of that fam. Shout out to the big booty ugly girl. I do want to oh talk about God. I, I want to still talk about the curve them. Like, I think one thing uh-huh. that happens to a lot of beautiful women these days that takes them back, they get played by a lot of guys that they feel like aren't attractive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this. Some of the most unattractive dudes have the most swag. Mm-hmm. They, You may not think they're attractive, but bitch, you can't tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it don't that's matter. why you're getting played by what you feel like is a nigga that's less than. Mm. And you've helped build their confidence when you gave that's them it. that opportunity. Right there. So if you, yep. are a, if you are a nigga that's a three or a four, and yep. you're like, oh, he's nice, and he's like, how dare he play me? Because he didn't get none of them tens before you, right. but you gave that nigga the hope. Opportunity. He said, if I could do this, and now he always I could do it again. He, yep. he tried to pull all tens now. Yeah, and but it, guess what? It don't work though. It don't work. It don't work. It don't work. What don't work? They don't get they out don't and just get it. to because some women are like, no, no. "Nigga, you ugly. You ugly." It don't work. I don't yeah. care what you it got. It works the same for men. I yeah. have the experience. It don't work. Yeah. What? So how is it for you? No, I'm saying like I've had that. You know, dating. You know, dating a guy <clears> who ain't as attractive. Right. They still acting up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it don't change. And, and then um, again, like like you said, like oh my stock is up a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like well, you see what else put him. You see what else? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you alone. You know you don't get enough to mm-hmm. go out and walk out the door. But yep. you know I'm gonna see you. I can put in like nah, you ain't gonna get the same yeah, thing no yeah, more. Nah. That ain't, that ain't, ain't how that work. work. <laughs> but it's the same. And that and what you said, it's the same thing with sex, bro. Like like I said, you can have great sex with a uh, one person, but that doesn't mean it's gonna be the same somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I've eaten booty before, but I ain't ate every bitch I've ever fucked booty. No, I've only eaten one person, two people's ass. That's it. Mm. I had to count one, yeah, two. One, two. You know, I'm almost 40 now, so sometimes I be looking at like I didn't forgot some people I didn't had sex with. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a video of this girl on uh, on TikTok, and she said, "If I fucked you in high school, you're just a friend. Yeah. Like if I fucked you in college, you're just a friend. Like mm-hmm. you're not a person I used to date if we was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. If it was before 23, 24, we just friends. Mm. And it. I don't count that as a real relationship. Right." I was playing. Not, I was playing. I was just playing. I I was just you didn't know what you was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't. I did that one time. I got stories today. I did that one time. I was at a hotel downtown at like a little party, and <laughs> yeah. I got on the elevator to go up to the room because we got a room at the hotel. The guy got on, <clears throat> and I apparently had slept with him because as he got off the elevator, he texted me, and he was like, oh, you don't remember me? Yeah. I'm like, fuck, what's going on here? Yeah. And so he would, anyway, long story short, he had, he was the guy that was just on the elevator. And you, and I, and you didn't I had no clue. 
Wow. <laughs> Have you ever had somebody lie on your dick? <laughs> like a woman say they that slept I know with you? Of. Bro, I literally had somebody. <laughs> I ain't big time. Nigga, when me and Arteza was together, bro, no boy, and she'll uh, know as she listening. I remember we went to this party. And when I walked in, I was like, I told her. Because anytime we would go somewhere, I'd be like, hey, uh, you know, I know somebody. Mm-hmm. That's it. And That's I remember it. one going somewhere one time, bro, and like the girl came over to me, whatever. And it ended up almost fucking our relationship up mm. because at the end of it, like the girl ended up coming to me and she was like, yeah, Artesia said blah, 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 blah. And in my mind, I'm like, that don't even sound like Artesia. Mm. She's not a confrontational person and she's not a coveting person. Because right. mm-hmm. she was like, well, Artesia came up to me and was like, this is my man, whatever. And I was like, that ain't even her. Yeah. But because this person that I had as a friend for years that I had never slept with, never, you know, I didn't think nothing of it. So I told Artesia, I was like, hey, this is what I heard. She's like, I didn't say that. And then I started hearing rumors about this person saying they had slept with me. And I'm mm. like, what? What? Slept with me? <laughs> I, now, this was, like, this was like five years ago, bro. While I'm 30-something, I had to go back to like the 80s and do the like three-way shit. <laughs> so I got a homeboy to talk to her. And like literally, I was like, ask her these questions to see what's what. I'm on the phone, bro. Mm-hmm. She literally like, yeah, he, my brother, my brother. It's my brother. I have to go. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God, damn. I had to bl- Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, it's my brother. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm too honest, bro. I can't. I can't help it. So anyway, my brother. So I was like, bro, ask these questions. Say these things because he know how to phrase this shit. He's a he's a master manipulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddamn. (laughs) I said, yo, I'm asking. He's asking these questions. He was like, so you know, my brother messed around. She's like, yeah. And he was like, you gave him a head or something. And she's like, yeah. And I said, and I'm texting him. I'm like, I'm on the phone. I'm like, ask her, did she suck my dick, nigga? Be straight up. (laughs) He's like, so you did this. She's like, yeah. And I'm thinking, this bitch is. Like blatantly lying. <laughs> so when I got he got a funny, he calls me. He's like, "So has she?" Even, I said, "Bro, I pulled my dick out in front of her one time in a parking lot. <laughs> we was drunk after a party. She didn't. I said I've kissed her, but she ain't never sucked my dick. I ain't fucked her. Like this girl had been to my house several times, bro. Oh my I remember, god, the stories I, get worse, yo. But I had never done nothing, bro. Yeah, no. I literally. I'm telling you, know me, bro. In if I mind. fucked, I'd say it in her mind. Yeah, but like I knew she liked me because I remember one time she came over after being drunk, and I didn't think of it, but oh, it was she like this was exactly. Right. She thought it was gonna happen, oh, yeah. so I. I literally, because we're friends, like long time, mm-hmm. like when she came over, I answered the door. I just had briefs on. I was asleep. It was like two in the morning. So I ain't had nothing else on but briefs. I opened the door. I walked back into the bed. I was like, you can either sleep on the couch or you can come get in the bed. This motherfucker came, got in the bed, but she thought she was going to get some. Mm. Because she didn't, this motherfucker literally sat in the bed the whole night with her clothes on. <laughs> and I wouldn't sleep. I laid on my side, but it was just like all night. It was like, <sighs> <laughs> Like I know the man. Them, each hub was like, ah, "Nigga, you gonna fuck? You go, ah, nigga, you gonna roll over? To get your attention over here, bro." I went. She just set up and literally oh had a purse, God. had a leather jacket. On. She didn't take nothing off. She came at two. She left leather? at six in the morning, bro. Four she was hours. Just, she was just like, "This nigga ain't gonna fuck." I'm was it out the seven? She had a leather, huh? She had a leather on. Yeah, it was. It was cold. Ah, damn. But that was the thing. But when I heard my brother, I was like, my brother was like, bro, she blatantly lying. I was like, I've never fucked. Even when I called her, literally, she was the, basically the premise of it was she was like, "Well, I really liked you." But yeah. you gonna go out here and say you suck you my dick and that you oh, fucked man. me what and you trying to sabotage my relationship? She need therapy. Jeez. Bad. <laughs> Bad. I play everybody. But it almost like it almost 30s. ruined. But it almost ruined me and Artesia, bro. Because mm. like that's kind of like me and you being cool for so long. You've never lied to me, right? So yeah. if I come up against another nigga that says something about you, who's never lied to me either, that puts me in a predicament, bro. Right, right, At right, that right. point, bitch, you've chose you forced me to choose. Mm-hmm. It just didn't. It didn't land in her favor. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's wild, man. Next one, man. Oh shit. We, I didn't even we've been talking an hour and a half, man. This shit is it's fucking crazy. Really? What time again? Oh, it's 723. Yeah, 723. Well, still almost it's still an hour and a half. What time we start? Six thirty? Six. 
Six fifteen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We in this bitch. I'm high. Every every single person. <laughs> them gummies. <laughs> every single person has an unknown roster position. I wanted to talk about from from the uh, perspective of being single. Uh-huh. If a nigga's talking to you, and you got one guy ca- talking to you, he may think that he's the only guy, mm-hmm. but only you know his roster position. Correct. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I say I'll let to say some girls I know for me since the holidays came come up. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Mm, upgrade this is my Christmas spot. tree, bitch. Maybe that's the thing. This is my, <laughs> this is you know how many bitches I've had trying to help me hang up a Christmas tree? That's set aside for special people. Mm. You don't just hang Christmas yeah. trees. Not everybody gets that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You may shop that's with me true. to get the Christmas tree. You, you may go with me grocery shopping, but you yeah. ain't going to cook the dinner that we went yeah. out and got. Right. So Nobody what I'm saying, y'all need to learn your fucking roles, you bitches. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody don't ask you to do this shit, or volunteer, mm-hmm. don't volunteer to hang shit on my tree, nah. paint nothing, do nothing. Because somebody else already got that job, and what you do is you end up getting your own feelings hurt. Right. That's it. Just play a position. But the niggas, they, they don't know. know they, but they don't be knowing that they are in a position. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but you, come on again, man. And maybe, you know what, I think my problem is, I th- this is going to sound real stupid. Mm. But y'all with the gummies, y- y'all going to feel this. Yeah. I think too I'm much. I'm good. I'm a, I'm a Jamaican blunt. <laughs> But I think that I think too much in my own head, like my 45 year old head. But when I'm thinking about like past kind of situations, mm-hmm. because to me, like dating. Yeah. It's just fucking easy money. It's right easy. Now. You know bro. what I'm saying? It's so really it's shit like that. It's like how you got to go in this thing. This is a game, baby. You got to know your role. You got to know the rules yes. and shit like that. So I'm already assessing when you meet somebody. Yeah. What, where do I fit? Yeah. You know, and I'm going to know if another motherfucker got more priority over me. You know, who doesn't know that? Well, shit? first of all, you know that by the phone, the lack of the phone calls, mm. you know that by the response time and text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something response that, time. But that's something I had to learn, because one thing about me is I'm, I'm from the country. So it's like we treat everybody with a certain level of respect. respect. Mm-hmm. But what happened is and I learned this, too, at Arteza. She's like, you got to stop being nice to these bitches. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like. If a bit like, cause the way I am is if, if a girl texts me, if five girls text me at one time, I'm going to respond right, right back right, to boom, all of them. Boom, 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 boom. And then I didn't know that that makes them feel like, damn, this nigga's important so because they've dealt correct. with 10 niggas mm-hmm. who don't respond. Right. So now I've had to learn to not respond or let that shit like go ahead and watch my TV show. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm the type of person, if somebody texts me, I can, I'll pause my TV show and I'll respond. Right. But now I'm getting to the point where it's like, okay, I have to do this. And now that I've started to do this, it has started to put them they they've already put their own set they, their own they, position they on the roster. Okay, good, perfect. Because it See? became detrimental for me because I'm like, okay, now I got four bitches liking me that I don't even know why cuz I right. ain't fuck nobody. And then I had to realize you're treating them good. Yeah. Right. Uh, just the you just said that. <laughs> like the the power of a text message or a phone That's call so crazy. or whatever That's like crazy. now in dating and, and getting to know somebody is completely crazy. Mm, it is. Of we measure right? that by everything. You yes. know? like what well, I, I text you at 8 you didn't respond to 12, you know. And Bitch, I'm working. Having, right. <laughs> thank you. And you're having a whole conversation about it, you know, with, with your dude or your yeah. girlfriends or whatever. So it that's crazy. How and I don't is. text and drive. Mm. So yeah. it's like if I'm dri- like not being funny, I got a few texts when I drove out here. And I still haven't responded. responded yeah. And some people will probably be like, well, you busy? Right, well, right. Bitch, clearly I am. <laughs> and then like, another yeah. thing, too. Well, that, drive. But that's why dating is important for me mm. from the perspective of like I have a career. I don't have a job. Yeah. And I run a business. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I that. fuck with professional people. Mm-hmm. So, bitch, if you work at a call center, we don't Uh-oh. work. Yikes. Even we, like, y'all have that too? McDonald's? We, yeah. I will never. No? I literally went Food out to industry? eat. I, I literally went out to eat not too long ago and I was talking to Artiz. I said, damn, she fine. I was like, I wouldn't fuck though because I'm not going to fuck a server. 
Just not. I don't need them problems. You come in, he be like, oh, he got a nice place. And he doing what? <laughs> Nigga, open my door. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to fuck a server. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Call me whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But the reason that's I say that, true. that's why I say, like, if a girl met me and be like, oh, he don't make 300000 I don't want to talk. Okay. I get it. Cool. I understand, bitch. You I got your it. right. Yeah. You got your preference. Because yeah. I'm not dating a bitch who make 15000 30000 40000 50000 <laughs> Bitch. You. Right. And it's not because I, any woman I've ever dated, I've looked after them. But I don't want, I didn't have to. You didn't have to. Right. Artesia, you, don't want that to be the you were amazing, Miss Lady. Uh-oh. But God damn it. I'm just saying, real talk, like, I didn't have to take care of her. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. for her because I wanted to. Right. But then you have bitches, they looking to be taken care of. Oh, man, God. Speak on it. Yeah. I ain't the nigga. If somebody sent me something saying that's what they want and I haven't fucked, you're probably not going to hear from me again. <laughs> Seriously? But niggas do it too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm you gave me for care. Christmas? Listen, I'm not taking huh? care of nobody. You better you have know, your own. You better do your own shit. But that's where our alphas have to meet. Yeah. Like, nigga, we both going to be making money up in here. You mm-hmm. ain't. <laughs> we like have that. a mutual friend I always yeah. joke about, and I be like, this nigga always looking for somebody to pay his goddamn bill. <laughs> pay your own bill, nigga. You are not a bitch. You are a man. Now, now me and you on the same page where it's like, you a man, nigga? Right. You a manly man? Well, pay your goddamn Please, bill, nigga. Pay your bills. Because yeah. I know too many gay men, they be looking at, I done been in groups of gay men, and it's like, oh, so you not going to pay, nigga. It is a thing. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I paid niggas, full bills with groups of people, and I'm like, but no other niggas pulled their wallet out. Yeah. You made like ass from another man, but nigga, you still a man. You <laughs> have a responsibility to do yeah. something. Pull that shit yeah. out. Yeah, completely agree. But that carries over in the relationships too. Bro, so it, it's, just it, it, it's uh-huh. very bad. Yeah. Before we get out of here, I did want to talk about the importance of a lifetime. I thought about Kobe Bryant, and I thought about um, I forgot what I was watching that made me think about this. But think about Kobe Bryant, bro. Mm-hmm. He went through all that shit. When he was alive, you know, ups and downs mm-hmm. with the beef with Shaq, the white girl in Colorado, almost losing his marriage, you know, and a, probably a plethora of other shit. Mm-hmm. But they said at 41, Kobe was a better person than he had ever been. Mm-hmm. He was giving. He was more willing. He was more knowledgeable. You know what I'm saying? Even he has said he enjoyed his life after basketball, yeah. really being able to focus on his wife, Vanessa, and his kids. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he passed away. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we, I was with you when we were. We, we were, were at that, um at uh, Sissy's, I think, was it? No, uh, it was right next door to Sissy's, whatever that place is. Damn. But we, we were out. But when it happened, I'm saying I'll let to say this. Yeah. At me, me at 38, bro, since I've been single these last three, three years, and, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know I was with Artesia. Even Artesia looks at me and she'll be like, you're better than you were when we were together. Mm. You're nicer. You're more patient. Yeah. You're, th- you're all these other things. And I thought to myself when she said that, I was just like, what if I die right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, what would I be taking from everybody else if I passed away? This good version of me. Yeah. Not the Anthony with the attitude. Not the Anthony looking to fight everybody. But the mm-hmm. Anthony that's willing to give, mm-hmm. build, give, you, you know. Evolve. You, you know what I'm saying? So it sucks to, like, I think we have to take life important, bro. Mm-hmm. We have to be, we have to appreciate this shit. Mm-hmm. Because Kobe, when he passed away, bro, he was the best he had ever been in life. Right. And think about all the years he was in the NBA, right. all the shit he put Vanessa through. The last few years, she got to really enjoy her husband yeah, right. and the evolved Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So I say all that to th- to say this, man. With people like us, bro, we're better now. Right. Like we got to make sure we're making the right decisions. Make sure we're oh, putting yeah. ourselves around the, the right people mm-hmm. and doing things that's gonna help us continue to progress and grow. Right. Because I was thinking, I was like, man, if I passed away, it would suck because I'm just really starting to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Right. Like 37, being 38 years old from zero to 38. Now I could be. 38, another 38 years knowing all the shit I know as a 38-year-old. Not 20 to 30 to 30 to 38 not knowing shit. 
Now this is the prime time of our lives, bro. Prime time, you're, you're becoming like yes, like Michelle Obama. Yes, and you yeah. have to be able to appreciate people, man. I, I'm saying all this because I'm like I'm just trying to learn to appreciate people more, mm-hmm. appreciate people more, appreciate myself, and give ourselves a break. Because I know as much as I look at you and you and probably be like, man, y'all doing well in life. It's something about you that you like, man. I could do better. I can do better. I could be better. Yeah, yeah. And yes, all you about can. Perspective. Yeah. But don't beat your fucking self up, man. Right. Right. So what is something if you for yourself, if, if it's something that you're working on, right, what's something that you feel like you want to change or you're grateful for? And I'm doing this because we're getting ready to wrap up. It's the yeah. end of the year. It's our last episode of the year. Yeah. So this ain't uh, Thanksgiving, but it's like, what are you appreciative of this year? You know what, man? This year, I mean, I was already kind of on my way. I was evolving. I was expanding already. But it was really more of the um, creative side. You know what I'm saying? Like doing a podcast stuff, um, you know, doing interviews and things like that. Just tapping into my creative side because my whole life, my whole career has been about, you know, that that other side of the brain, analytics and Mm -hmm. getting a job and all that. You're just designing life kind of shit. I never really tapped into my my what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So but I think that with everything that was already taking place and then everything that happened this year with COVID, you know, it just really forced everybody to isolate and get in a bag a little bit. Like, what do you really want to do? And what's important? What's important and what energizes you? Like I always say there's two things in life. That's it. Things that drain you and things that energize you. So I just want to do more of that, and I'm realizing the importance of doing more of that um, in life. Yeah. And the earlier you figure that out, the better. I mean, my, I lost my pops. I was like 21 years old, you know, and and I told my brothers and sisters that. Like my youngest brother, who's out there, yeah. you know, in Cali and doing his Instagram. So shout out to I Minicon. Um, you know, he was three years old when our pops passed away, yeah. man. You know, do you so, feel like you? Well, Cause you say you were twenty one. Yeah, I was twenty one. Do you feel like you had? Do you feel like? Well, you were still kind of young, but mm. I'm asking this question because Jadena had a song on his last album, and he was saying, "You're not a man until you lay your father down." Oh, no question. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. actually take his place along with yours. Mm-hmm. So, did you feel like that around that age? Yeah, man. Um, and it was crazy because we, you know, my father always put a lot of responsibility on me, like from a young age. So then when he passed away, I was it was crazy because what I realized is that damn, like now I gotta You I gotta, gotta do it. I gotta do it. You Ain't know nobody what I'm saying? Like to I, look to. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, because of all that, yeah. and that's been some years ago, that was in ninety six. But because of that, I realized when I look back now, I'm like, Oh, well, I found my voice too though. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I figured out my identity, who I was gonna be right. based on a foundation that yeah. was set. That's the year my um my uncle, my uncle Kent died, who was like a father figure to me. And yeah, bro, like, but I thought about that because I was like, you know, my father's alive and I talked about making amends with him mm-hmm. this year. And I yeah. thought about that. I was like, if my father was to pass away, how would I feel? Mm. And I've been saying this for the year because I started rewatching private practice again. And it was a part where Pete, him and his mom, his mom was estranged. You know, she raised the younger son, but her and Pete never got along mm-hmm. and he hated her mm-hmm. and she was in prison. And before she died, her, the youngest son came to Pete and was like, hey, she needs you to vouch for her to get out of prison so she can go to a hospital, get some real help. Well, during that process, he ended up connecting with her. So when she died, it fucked him up. It fucked him up. And he only knew her for two weeks before she died. Mm-hmm. So when I started making amends with my dad a month or two months ago, or however long ago it was, it was a few months ago, like my thing, I thought about that show and I was like, I can't let this nigga get too close to me to where if he dies, I can suffer the loss of two parents. I know I'll be distraught if my mom passed. No disrespect if my dad's here it is, but it's like I ain't ain't no sweat off my back. Right. I grew up without him. Right. But it's dangerous, like, and I was telling Artiz it is because after we made amends, he was calling me like every day, every day, every day. And you don't feel the same. I don't feel the same. Yep. And I wasn't answering the phone and I felt bad and I told Artiz, I was like, is this wrong? Like, nope. he's my dad. I get it. 
Mm-hmm. And then it was like it was weird because every time we hung the phone up, he would be like, I love you. And the first couple times I was like, I love you too. But I'm a real nigga. Yeah. So I told my mom, I was like, yo, my like dad is saying he loved me. And maybe he does, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I can't say that shit. I've said it twice and I don't want to make that nigga feel like it's Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, okay. That's a tough spot. Right. So like I was like, what should I do? She said, You can't say it if you don't feel it. Same way with a woman. If you yeah, don't no feel doubt. it, you don't say that's that shit. I say, yeah. So now like the few times I've talked to him since, it's like I'm like, you know, he'll say it and I'll be like, All right, I'll catch you later. Yeah. And it's so hard for me because I try to return that energy that somebody else gives me. Mm-hmm. But it's sense. like I can't you're not that little I'm not, boy. I'm not that, yeah, I'm not that yeah. little boy. Like, yeah. I became, and when we had that talk and me and him got past what we went through, I was like, I became a man on my own and I turned out pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. could I have been better? Yes. Talking about, like, parents too a little bit, when, like, can mothers fail you, you know, mothers mm-hmm. or what, pa- parents can fail you, period. Yeah, period. And even in this age, and what do I mean by that is, like, my mom, you know, she never got married again after my dad up until this point. You know, she's been engaged, whatever. But like I told my mom, I said, I feel like it was your job to tell me things that you didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you mean? Your failures. One thing about parents, they want to tell you their successes oh, yeah, all yeah, day. They want to tell you things that they help people do. But I need to know your failure. So mm-hmm. they forget you may have failed something that what you failed at. That's information for me to not do that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So when I be talking to dudes like little kids and barbershops and I, like it was one kid in the barbershop when I went a month ago and we were in there talking about something and they don't like cursing in there. But I told on I was like, I'm going to say a few things. Don't try to be that cool nigga in school. Right. If you're <laughs> if you're 18 to 25 yeah. or you're going to college, don't try to be that cool nigga in high school. I told my uh, my niece that don't try to be the cool person. Mm-hmm. Then the motherfuckers you grow up and you see them on the side of the street because they didn't know nothing else but right. how to please other people. Exactly. They people didn't do pleases. anything for themselves. Nothing. So for you. Same question. What do you feel like you've gotten better at this year or things that you're thankful for this year? Um, I think I'm, I'm this right here. Yeah. Like doing this in this. Because um, you did year. start this year, right? I started this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It feels like longer than that. But um, I never thought that this was my medium. Mm-hmm. I never even thought that I was good enough, to, yeah. you know, to do things like this. So this year, kind of like finding that other level of creativity mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, and venturing off into this has been... Um, Everything really. Yeah. I think it probably actually like saved me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to be honest, because, you know, this pandemic at the onset took just took a toll mm-hmm. on everybody. Yeah. But mm-hmm. to find this space that I'm in right now where I never thought I was even good enough for, it's pretty dope. And so, I yeah. love that. And not being funny, right. that's kinda why I enjoy doing this shit, bro. Yeah. Like I enjoy yeah. doing this shit because when I see other people in their element, I'm like, you know, they feeling this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I talk about the people who've left or the people who fell off. They didn't have a passion for it. Mm-hmm. So don't fuck. You don't deserve to be here. Right. Podcasting yeah. is fun, but you got to respect the niggas that's in the field. No, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like one thing I've always said, like Howard Stern is a goat. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of my, that's my, the, my favorite. He's mm-hmm. the goat of all this <laughs> that's shit. That's a right. Because that nigga was doing it and pushing the limits when nobody wanted him to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a white guy, but it's like they still tried to close the door on that nigga. Sure. You can be white, but if you're going against what these the, yeah, the high yeah. powers are saying, yeah, yeah. you're just another nigga. He's just a white nigga. But right. he still <clears throat> barreled through that shit, bro, to continue. And I try to tell a lot of people that, like, if you don't like this shit, don't fucking come over here. I don't need your money. Yeah. I don't want your money if, you know, don't put me through editing bullshit. Right. You know how many bullshit episodes of podcasts? I would Oof. call, man, I would hit Spider up and I'd be, he'd be like, yeah, it's going to be tough. I said, I know. <laughs> I know. This shit's going to be fucking terrible. It's dry. They saying shit we've already heard on Monday yeah. from Charlemagne or uh, on ESPN. Like, you suck. 
Yeah. So I hope some of these people listen to this. Yeah. I, I'm trying to be better about not calling people out, but some of these motherfuckers absolutely are trash. Yeah, well, I tell you what though, this podcast though, I mean, because it, it don't even it don't even seem like a podcast. It doesn't. But but it, but you, just you come also, in and talk. If you're a certain kind of person, you yeah. understand. You can't just go up in here and think it's gonna be. Like these cats do it, you know what I mean? So and I, I hate to right. say that, but that's what people do. Like we even just, just come up. The reality in like is, is, yeah, the reality is, has inspired a lot of people. That's great, mm-hmm. but I don't just come up in here and talk. Mm-hmm. And Go I ahead. have to say that because we've gotten. <laughs> it's kind of why we. It's kind of why we got me and Artiza before we brought you guys on. Mm-hmm. That's why me and her just started doing what we were doing because we would be a lot of people that'd be like, "Oh, we want to be on the show," and then they would come on, and it's like, or we would try to you know send them the documents to fill out to you know why you want to come on, what mm-hmm. do you have to talk about. Oh, we just want to shoot the shit and do what you do. <laughs> well, we ain't thing. shooting the shit, yeah. you dumb bitch. Right? Right? Like this is these like, topics, man. yeah, these are topics, bitch. Right. I got a computer, two phones, <laughs> a, notes. a notes, bitch. Yeah, have a whole journal in here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah. then not being funny, just like today, Corey reached out. Hey, we still going to the studio? Yeah, I'll shoot you the topics in a little bit. This is work. Right. Yeah. Right. If I don't do this shit, we come in blank and we just that oh, shooting yeah. the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you got dead space and you waiting right. to see who's gonna say something. And who the hell gonna pay and come do that shit? This is a business. And that's what I was trying to tell people, <laughs> bitch. We're not, we not going to just bring you in. Like, what do you have to offer to the mm-hmm. people? Even if it's just a story. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like, yeah. if you, like, one, at one point I wanted to talk to, like, alcoholics and how they rebounded yeah. or somebody who, you know, had to come from jail and trans- transition back into the real. That's stuff I want to talk about. Real yeah. conversation that's going to help somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we bullshit in here, but, like, I, I send you pictures sometimes mm-hmm. of, like, people. No, people relate. Yeah. When they you, relate because you're authentic yes and you and you're transparent and that was one of the things even with starting my pod and that's why i, I i'm just on episode 10 i guess and that, that's even a lot for me hey too, bro but some people that make past five i know five eight five eight is 20 20 <laughs> it is okay well thanks for letting you're me gonna know. make it but <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna make sure but my thing was for me creating this because i've listened to pods before i even created my own but mm-hmm. i was like you know i want something that is of substance yeah. A little different. Everybody right? is kind of like doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not in it for like, oh, let me see how many episodes I can get out real quick. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I hear that. And even especially like it is really taking it over even in the same gender area like yeah. gay, gay podcasts or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. They're, they're popping up everywhere. But it just seems like it's just a, a hurry of regurgitation from yep. the read or something like that, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it's not your own. And I don't yeah. know how long you can last with that because yeah. it don't seem like you really have the passion for it. And that's the reason, like, I'm like, look, I got to take a break yeah. because this is a lot. It is <laughs> yeah. a lot. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of work yes. um, to come up with this stuff. That's why I hit you later in the day. I'm yeah. like, all right, he should be ready by now. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate you even doing that, bro, because, uh, you know, not being funny. Shout out to the listeners. Um, first of all, last year I said that our listenership had improved by 300 percent. Well, this year is 500. Mm, wow. But mm. I attribute that to you and Casey, like bringing oh, in different voices. It. No, real talk, bro. Like bringing in different voices, different perspectives, bringing somebody mm-hmm. like, you know, Corey. Yeah, in no because doubt. like, just like I let y'all hear an audio message from a friend of mine, he spoke about both of you guys. Yes, he did. You know what I'm saying? And I let you guys hear that because it helps you not feel like your time is being wasted. Yeah. Oh. I walked away from the podcast a lot of times when we first started and I was like, I've, I've told a story. I would be, we do some of my best shit. Mm. <laughs> and then I go look and I'm like, 15 listens. Yeah. <laughs> what it's the fuck? I did all of this your heart. for 15 <laughs> listens. Right. And I never forget a guy came on and um, I think it was last year and he came on and he had like 20,000 followers on it, on Instagram. And he came in and he was like, yeah, I want to get like 10,000 listeners by, you know, the first month. I said, it don't work that way, bro. Mm. I said, just because you have 20,000 followers, on doesn't, Instagram doesn't, doesn't mean they want to hear what hear the fuck you, you have exactly. to say. Exactly. And you may not even be good at this. <laughs> right. right. Sure enough, came in, tried to do it, 
four episodes. Bye. Out of <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm like, it's not that easy. It's not. It's People not. think it's easy. That's just, I always tell the story about Spider when somebody was like, oh, yeah, Anthony, you'll be a great comedian. I love Spider. That nigga said, you'd be terrible. <laughs> and I said, I would. Because and he knows. I, yeah. And, and I you know it. Yeah. And I know it. Because that's, that's like, First of all, it's disrespectful to motherfuckers who actually to Dave Chappelle the crap. Yeah. Right. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. But I'm good at this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Put me on any radio show. Put me wherever. If you want me to be on this, I always just tell people, yeah. don't compare me to Charlemagne. I'm better than him. Mm-hmm. That's okay. my opinion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't compare me to somebody because I'm my own individual. Mm-hmm. Right. How you going to tell me he's better at something than I am when I'm coming from a different lane? Exactly. Right. Charlemagne is great. Don't get me. Don't knock me. But mm-hmm. Yeah. This what the fuck I do. That's right. Sometimes I be looking back on Instagram, some of the stuff we created and shit we've done, and I'm like, show me a nigga, another nigga doing it better than this. I don't yeah. care. When I come into this studio, this is my seat. You right. own it. This is my seat. Right. I don't, if I walked in here and another podcast was in here, I'd be like, why this nigga in my seat? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's you need how. need label the chairs. No, like, no, people, don't lie. people knock on the door that one time. Oh. <laughs> you remember that? Oh. Anthony answered the door. He was like, what the fuck, the fuck y'all want? What y'all want this bitch? Like, this my time, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but that's the point, bro. It's like if you don't care about it or right. have a passion for it, right. stay the Quit. fuck away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Because people take their hard-earned time to listen to this. Mm-hmm. What do we say in relationships? Mm-hmm. The most important thing I can give you is my time. Exactly. So if we're going to come in here and do an hour, I ain't yeah. going to come in here and be like, yeah. Or be like, oh, no, no, I don't want to say that. Because nah. yeah, yeah. everybody's not saying it. Right. So I'm going to say the right. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. I don't think people, people have to understand, I have a career. Mm-hmm. I don't even think about my day job when I say this shit, do this shit. You know why? Right. Because people need it. Mm-hmm. And 10 years it's ago, I needed this shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And another round and Anna sale of death, sex and money. They gave me that inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you for created me, what you needed. I don't bro. take this shit lightly, bro. Nah, no, see. And the thing is, that's beautiful because now, again, I know everybody's a little bit on a, a different thinking level than myself and yeah. these brothers here. So so if you're a certain kind of person and you come into this like you've seen. Yeah. You've seen some people come and leave <laughs> and then you've seen some people stick around. People assume that they can come up in here yeah. and they don't really understand the level that it takes to create what they've heard. They exactly. just think you come up in here. And, and just because you, you, yeah. And just because you cute, it don't mean it nothing. don't mean nothing. <laughs> just because you got an ass, it don't mean nothing. Right. And your voice may be terrible. Yeah. You could be fine if your voice is shit. Nobody want to hear that. Nah, shit. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> nobody wants to hear that shit. Man. And then depending the on that. your content of your of your pod, once you release some of this shit on here mm-hmm. and the vulnerability that it takes to, to, put it to do what you do. You're nervous. I, I leave out of here sometimes exhausted. Even Saturday for you guys. Like, I yeah. was like, whew. That yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. It's exhausting <laughs> it when is. you really, to your point, Anthony, you're authentic mm-hmm. and you really putting it in mm-hmm. there right. and not just, you know, trying to be Wendy Williams number two or something. Yeah, you know? we, so we, she we got her be, lane already. So, um, it's a lot. It's exhausting afterwards. Because when if you hear somebody really t- doing it. If you're really doing it and then not being funny, like, but what you did, like, you probably were exhausted, but you help so many people, dog. Yes. Yes. Like, so I'm just sure. like you said, just like he texted me and he was like, bro, he said, thank you for being able to have this conversation with two heterosexual males. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of people that hit me up saying, yo, we needed that. Yeah. We yeah. needed to hear that conversation. Even as joking as it is when we talk about like anal sex and mm-hmm. eating ass and shit. It's a lot of relationships that are suffering because somebody won't do something right. or some men won't do things because they feel too homophobic, homophobic about too. it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
but you're fucking your marriage up. Right. But you're fucking your relationship right. up because some people want to try these things. If I'm in a 10-year relationship and a girl tell me she want to eat that, that's how I, my ass got <laughs> ate the first time. Somebody <laughs> said, I want to try it. And I'm like, it was like, you doing all this shit to me? I want to do it. That shit, <laughs> it seemed like you got me going Don't crazy. Can I, yeah, can I? Yeah. yeah can I Step up, favor? nigga. <laughs> So it's like if your woman wants to return the favor, you know, guess what? If Amber Rose licks your ass, you're not gay, bro. No. You're not gay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's Man. the difference. You're Listen. only gay if, if – Oh, if, you're talking about that. Yeah, because, you know, some people be talking about whatever. And yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't even want to do certain acts. Now, I don't want no girl touching my ass works, while I'm guys. getting a blowjob. <laughs> you must didn't know then. No you you must ain't busted yeah. from doing it. Everybody <laughs> loved that, man. That was I don't know why. Like, everybody was like, pocket change quick. took me out. And I'm like, quick. I don't, man. That was quick. That's one thing. I told Artizzi one day. That I said, you know why it's so hard to find another nigga? Like, hey, you know, I'm hard to replace, man. <laughs> I'm a very hard to replace nigga. Shit, bro. I'm just being honest. You know what I'm saying? Nothing against that, like. I tell people all the time, I'm not the tallest. I don't have the most money. I ain't got the biggest dick. I ain't the best looking. But I am who I am. Right. Yeah. And one it's very one. rare that you can date somebody and get a real person. Right. A whole person. Yep. Yeah. And some of the things, you know how whole a person is or how real a person is by what they tell you. Yep. Like, I, I came to Corey and I'm like, yo, Corey, blah, 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 blah. And he'd be like, damn, that nigga just laid one on me. Mm-hmm. Well, nigga, that must have been real shit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. before we get up out of here, man, uh, Corey, I do want you to tell people where they can listen to your podcast at because you've been great. You've given us oh, three or four episodes now over the last couple of weeks and content. So make sure people come listen to you on your platform and not just here. Uh, of course not. Again, thank you so much. Um, you've been great. Y'all have been appreciate great. It. Thank oh, appreciate you for this opportunity um, just to sit here and, and have this discussion. Again, beginning in 2020, I, I didn't think I'd be sitting <laughs> here in December. Um, but, yeah, thanks, Anthony. Um, thanks, Frank. You can reach us at we're on Instagram at So Here's the Thing. Um, thing is T H A N G. He said thing. I just knew that was yeah. dick. <laughs> thing. Like this is the dick I'm telling you about. <laughs> His logos. So follow, uh, follow us there. You can catch our pod on you know wherever you listen to your pods. Wherever you listen to the reality is, we're there too. Yeah. Uh, so check us out. Right. And when he real said where you can listen to it, it's Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeart Radio, all the good shit. Yeah. All the good shit. All the good shit. What you man, tell them about Melanin Origins, bro. We should start plugging that a little bit more. Uh, like yeah. you own a black children's book company. Yeah, it's I mean, a publishing company. Yeah. Yes. It's a publishing company. And our first we we decided to do a set of black history books. So we have a black history series where we um basically take African American heroes from from the past yeah. and we tell stories about just a snippet of their lives, but we make the characters children. Yeah. Something that the kids can appeal to, get them a little bit of history, knowledge, and information. Yeah. And then we started doing publishing, which is authors who basically write, you know, just fiction stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, barbershop experiences, dentist experiences. Yeah. But they're all black characters. Yeah. You know, because kids need to see that. themselves. They need to see that. Age, and it's, uh, it's still Melanin Origins on Instagram, right? Yep. Melanin yeah. Origins on Instagram, Facebook, uh, website, melaninorigins.com. You got a bundle going on. You might get a free mug. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> might, get free mug. might get a free mug. I'm advertising over here. Some tea. Yeah. yeah. But this is our last episode of um, of the year. We'll be mm. back. I don't know what day in January. We'll let you guys know. We're yeah. probably going to do a little. I want to do a few Instagram lives in the meantime. Yeah. In the meantime. In the, in the between time. So, But this is our last episode. I want to say thanks to the listeners, man. Like, Y'all are the reason we do this shit because if y'all weren't listening and if the numbers weren't going up, I wouldn't continue doing this shit. (laughs) It wouldn't be worth it. Like We literally do this shit because of the feedback that you guys give us to keep coming in here. We're not getting paid to do this shit. Right now. We literally come in here because 
We enjoy fucking with y'all. We enjoy being <laughs> therapeutic on the sure. podcast. We enjoy coming here. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of people hitting us up one asking where we record. We do record here at MZ Studios in Dallas here off of off of Mark and Bird Lane mm-hmm. off of 35. So 11, if you want 11. great quality, if you want mm-hmm. this type of quality, if you want this type of video, if you want this type of environment, then you can find that at MZ Studios with Spider the DJ and the homie Mike. This thing is a walking commercial, <laughs> y'all. Did he just do it or not? Yeah, I'm going yeah, to keep that. I'm going to cut that off. Did <laughs> this shit. But, I mean, you know, but not being funny, that's why Arteza tell me, she was like, you got the gift to gab. She's yeah. like, you are a silver. That's more, that's a little more than that. Hey, I, I can't I, talk I, that fast. Yeah, I tell that. people all the time, <laughs> my nigga. I tell people good. all the time, bro. Give me, if you're a woman, five minutes with me, I'll have you on to talk to me. God damn it. <laughs> Shout out to my brother. He the one taught me how to talk to these motherfuckers out in these streets. God damn me. Uh, Spider, I don't know what our outro song is. I forgot. I think it's Russ and Bia. But uh, we appreciate you guys. Artesia, Casey, we miss you guys. Yes, we and do. we'll see you guys at the top of the motherfucking year. Inhale, curse, exhale, success, and get you some pussy, bitches. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, always puts me first. Hey, and I know I've been around, but I swear you got the best on earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got drip on the floor and it's getting nasty. He ain't keeping his hands up off my ass cheeks. I got something to give him, and if he asks me, I'm not feeling up, baby. I let him gas me. Her ass fatter than fat, and she got good throat. Sit that cat on my lap, I give it good strokes. I might have to fly out to Mykonos, or maybe to Japan so I can hit her like a Michiro. She knows what the fuck is up, I don't gotta dumb it down. Tatted like Rihanna, pussy singing like it's run town. I love her, she's a freak. I promise if I could, I'd fuck her seven days a week. Face from the Middle East, ass from the West Indies. Sucking the soul up out of my body, rest in peace. Head got me wobbling, she know I got cameras. She said we should vlog it, I know she got stamina. She said start jogging Like the way yeah. she worked hey. She always puts me first Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.